0: Hey, everybody, before we get this show started here, I uh, wanted to mention that we're doing a bit of a contest. And, um, you know, Bo over there, he's got a Series Ooh. S. Bo, you like your Series S, yeah? Enjoying I that? I love
1: my Series S. It's the greatest console thing to happen to me.
0: This Pretty year. awesome. I know John's got a Series X, uh, so do I. We're very happy with the, uh, the current Microsoft business. And maybe you will be, too, because Tanner, one of our fantastic listeners, has bellied up to the bar and said, Hey, do you guys want a Series S to give away on the show? And the answer is yes, we do. So all you have to do is go to frogpants.com slash core contest. That's easy to remember. Frogpants.com slash core contest. And while you're over there, sign up. You just need your name, your email, and we're asking you to tell us, you know, your best dear Martha style, why you think you should win. That's not going to necessarily determine the winner. We just want you to be creative. Okay. So fill that one it's, out. It's a required field. It's the
1: equivalent of, you know, if you have to use a, a math equation to get a prize, it's yeah. our version of that,
0: let's say. There you go. Right. That's not bad.
2: We yeah. want you to feel like you've earned something, right yeah. you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a, pre-Series S. But we will read the winning letter in Dear Martha style. So, oh, yeah.
0: Count that yeah. on. You know, so
2: so if all you wrote was... I would like it to be good, because we're going to randomly pick it, and if I have to read My dearest Martha, I think I should win, because for the lows ha 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 right Mat me suckers
0: right we don't you're want not gonna, not gonna, you're gonna be as good that way you're yeah. not gonna feel
1: no. good winning that way no, no one will tell you that
0: so write Put things, things you ridiculous. feel good at by the way this is a u.s only deal uh the shipping on this thing is ridiculous to go anywhere oh, else you mean
1: i can't enter
0: you cannot enter and neither can none of your dirty canadian friends just kidding you're all great i <laughs> love you all no they're
1: dirty it's a dirty country it's but fine. this is an
0: important note i'm glad someone in the chat reminded me uh, it is a 100 percent u.s contest so uh, if you're out of this, the country you're not eligible. But If you're in the lower 48, you absolutely are. Or even in, I think, Hawaii and Alaska is fine, too. So just the 50 states, all 50 of them, you're eligible. Uh, Just go check it out. That's at frogpants.com slash core contest. Hey guys, welcome back to CORE. It's CORE for Thursday, July 15th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson, Beau Schwartz, and John Jagger joining me today talking about the games, business, industry, games we're playing, and more. Thank you for checking out CORE. We really appreciate it. And uh, biggest thanks to our patrons who uh, ever so nicely support us each and every month and make it possible for the show to stay on the air. Uh, Patreon.com slash CORE show, show, show for more. If I could read, that'd be great. Slash CORE show is what I meant to say. You guys, did anyone play Proteus like I told you to, or did it, did nobody take my advice and play no. Proteus? Uh, no, Scott, we're
2: fighting work. crippling <laughs> video game addiction between both Bo and I. We don't have time for other things. Yeah,
0: I noticed. You both y'all are pretty, and we'll get into this later. But you guys are all in on the the Final Fantasy uh, fourteen, and uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Bo's uh, maybe a voice of uh, possible limited series in my case, oh. but we can get to that later. Okay, unless all you're right. not about it now. Interesting. That smells like beef. Dragon beef. Anyway, we'll get to that uh, and, and much more. I played some really fun stuff as well this week, but I'm telling you, you needed to play Proteus for the soundtrack alone. I've been listening to that soundtrack nonstop all week. i played the game multiple times as well. It's a hell of a thing. I'm telling you, go get your doom scratch itched because you need it. All right, let's do this. All right, we're going to dive right in. Big things happened this week. For example um the rumors apparently turned out to be true steam slash valve was indeed working on a handheld game or handheld primarily handheld game console it will
3: also
0: uh it'll also dock into a pc environment which you can totally do but that'll be sold separately i guess they're not including it with it which is kind of a bummer but that's fine whatever that thing will have like you know, wired internet and a bunch of ports and, you know, just think of it as almost like uh, the old the old notebook docks you would get to, to turn your notebooks into more of a, a complete PC back in the day. I guess that's still so, a thing.
1: Yeah. People can, so you mean, does this have a plug into TV functionality switch style?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you, if you, so, if you buy the, the optional dock, yes, that is great. So it's a steam switch. basically. Uh, yes. Oh, or better yet, well, okay, here's the thing. You don't need the dock to plug it into your TV. If you want to just go straight from that thing to HDMI out to your TV, you can totally do that. That's not a problem. Perfect. Um, Perfect. But the dock will just give you, like I said, direct 10-based T-Internet and everything else. You know, like everything, All the other extra ports you might want for extra controllers or charge I and stuff.
1: Use it like a, a PC or a laptop. Basically, yeah. Computer
0: it computer will computer run like a yeah. PC um, and has the power to do it. Um, it's pretty interesting. Wow. So we'll start going over this a little bit. Um, there's a lot to cover. Um, but we'll go ahead and dive in for some reason that didn't work. Why? Why didn't it work? Hold on you guys. I got to get this up so chat can see it. There we go. Okay. So they announced it. It's their handheld. Uh, as you can see by this image I'm about to put up, there it is. It looks like a big handheld switchy looking mother effer. Uh, it's a, it's a bit of a, a, a beast actually. Um, if you, it's just by first glance and you know, some of the buttons are up kind of high, which is weird. And, you know, just like my first impressions were like, oh, wait, how are my hands going to, how's that going to work? Where are my thumbs going to
2: go? Yeah, it looks like the B button is slowly escaping from the device itself. Yeah. They haven't stopped it quite yet. It's yeah, it's, just getting on its the, way.
0: getting the H out of there. So I guess you know, IGN and a few other sites got a hand hands on with this thing and have been playing with it and saying mostly very positive things about it um, and addressing some of those issues. Like, how's the D pad? How are the buttons? How are the sticks? That sort of thing, and most of that that I've read has been pretty positive. Here's some of the basics, so we can just sort of get uh, to it. They call it Steam Deck; that's the name. They call it it's a power. not a
2: great name. I like it's Steam Deck. Like...
0: You don't like that name, Steam Deck? It's pretty no, good.
2: because no? it it just makes me think of upper deckers and steaming <laughs> decks, Cleveland and Cleveland. you know, in <laughs> yeah. depending yeah. on what country you're from, it's going to sound like you're saying a whole different thing. Every time you describe it, I just. What do you mean, like in Norway, like steam deck Steam deck <laughs> I, I people say steam deck, and I hear steam dick every steam time. Deck. Steam deck. I'm just deck. gonna be honest. Dick it might be I'm immature, <laughs> but I hear steam dick every time. Oh yeah, New Zealanders. Oh, taste yeah. my steam dick. Yeah, they're gonna call yeah, it that's dick. What, that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: yeah, they'll straight up call it dick? dick. Yeah, like when they say uh, band yeah. meeting and uh Brett Brit instead of Brett like I've heard I've
2: watched yeah. flight of the Concorde yeah. I know it's up. It's going to be a steam dick. Yeah, it's a steam and dick. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like hey, you know, be into what you're into. I'm just saying like I fail to the see name how this has is connotations. a negative thing. I think,
0: you know, it's great. I like it as a name. Sense. Yeah. I it like it Sounds like name. dick. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool if it sounds like dick.
1: <laughs> I was it was more the upper dicker. like I don't know. It's just it's fine. It's a it's, it's good name. It's yeah. punchy, simple and it's what it is. It's not trying to be like we're Alupio or <laughs> Randolopom. You know, they always try to find these, these you know, weird words that are workshopped in some weird IT think tank and you're like, okay, Randolopom. I
0: kind of like where you were going.
1: <laughs>
2: Randolopom sounds like a bard.
0: A the bit. Amazon Randolopom. There you go. Great website. Check it out. Uh, so they announced it, yeah, Amazon's you know, awesome. <laughs> they, awesome they, they call it a powerful all-in-one portable PC with a custom processor developed in cooperation with AMD. They say it's comparable to a gaming laptop with the ability to run the latest AAA games. Your Steam layer library will be on uh, a deck to play games, whether, uh, whether or sorry, wherever and whenever you want. Steam Deck is also an open PC, adding the ability to install any software and connect with any hardware. That being said, it's important to note that this thing is not shipping with Windows, but it will run Windows. Um, I would, probably run, I would probably just put Windows on here, I think. I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm going to do, if I'm even going to get one. But um, let's get to the core basics here. The new processor is co-developed by AMD. Uh, they say it is optimized using uh, AMD's Zen 2 technology and their RDNA 2 architecture. It supports 16 gigabit of LPDDR5 RAM. That's very fast RAM.
1: <laughs> a lot of letters.
0: It's a lot of letters. Uh, the Steam Deck will be available in 64 gigabyte, 256 gigabyte, and 512 those two ladder sizes will be. Uh, what's the new SSDs that are so fast? I forgot the name now. NNV and M or something. that. MVN- yeah, whatever it is. MVN, the stuff the Xbox and the PlayStation yeah. is using is similar technology. It's like that. Yeah. Um, the sixty-four the, is not onboard solid state, like a PCIe solid state or something. Right. Like that. I don't it's know the why
2: NVMe SSD. NVMe, that's oh. it. Yep.
0: NVMe. Uh, really fast SSD uh, storage capacity, which is which is cool. Oh, and add-ons with micro SD cards. Yeah.
1: So if you were going to say
0: the 64 gig seems like
1: why buy that? Like, many games would not fit on a 64 gig. Like, Gears Five is like 150 gigs. Yeah. You could you you could could,
0: you'd basically turn it into a massive indie device if that's the one you got. But then I guess the SD cards would extend that some, but they're not going to be as fast as SSD. M V and E so M E right? Yeah. It seems so, like
1: yeah. it seems like there's one good option and two gimped options from.
0: Well, I mean, you always want the max option, but I think that middle one sounds okay. Um, I think. Yeah, maybe, but there's you know, depending on what you're playing, like it's the
1: convenience factor too. Just if you have 150 gig game on it, then you yeah. can't put 250 gig games on your device, and it seems yeah. like it'd be nice to install a handful of games. Sure. You know,
0: well, to, me, to me, it's like making the decision well actually the consoles come with whatever default size drives they have and you know as big as big as a terabyte sounds for my series x um you know it's already i've already filled it with stuff because there's a ton of games to put on there now am i playing them all at once no could i manage that better yes you know not that big a deal to re-download stuff or to um you know, you don't like. I run. I run into this problem with the Series S, which is 512 gigs. Like, I
1: downloaded Gears, but then, like, I want to try Yakuza like a Dragon. I want to try this game. Like, it's full before I know it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to have to reinstall Gears every time I want to play it. But I'm not going to play that game every single day. It's going to be like a once a month. Let me pop it open.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. So I, I'm really. I mean, buy what you want. It's sweet that they have it, but I really feel like it. It's you don't realize how much it sucks till you start having to reinstall everything all the time.
0: Yeah. I think SSDs would be the way to go. You can get terabyte SS or sorry, um, SD cards for pretty mm-hmm. cheap. And when I did that to my Switch Lite, it changed my whole world because I went from being able to handle maybe two AAA games and a couple of indies to pretty much not running out for everything I have on there. So I just load it on this terabyte and it's great. I think that uh, what you'll see is some people going for the low end one for the price and then adding SDs uh, for storage, which, which would kind of accomplish like getting external drives for your console. It's kind of the same idea, I guess. Um, and it will support external drives too. Funny enough, cause it's basically a PC anyway. Um, the unit does include a USB C port, which can be utilized for multiple peripherals, including monitor, mouse, keyboard, even multiple controllers pl- plugged in at the same time. So it's basically a thunderbolt, um, connection. So it can handle multiple stuff at once. Got a lot of bandwidth there. It'll also charge that way. Um, they did want to, they went out of their way to say it will not run Windows out of the box, but keep in mind if you decide to purchase, you can put it on there later if you want. Uh, given, route, it says Valve's recent history with creating their own OS for Steam PCs, it makes sense to, uh, they chose to run with their own operating system. That leaves a bunch of questions open for me regarding what can I install and play, given that it's their OS and not every game supports that OS. And, oh, can
1: I install the Blizzard app and play Hearthstone?
0: Right. Maybe because it's an open platform, so the it, so the answer actually to that is yes. You just have to install Windows, or Windows. I don't know if they have a if they have a Linux version of Hearthstone. I don't think they do. If they did, I think that would just run natively on the Steam OS because that's just Linux. If um, they
1: have some emulation where they could run a Windows based application off, of, I don't know if that's
0: possible. yeah, they may, that's possible too. That's all of all of those things are possible. But that's my question because on the on the actual Valve store when you go there through Steam, which I did. It has a bunch of language about, um, everything in, in your steam library now playable on this device. And I went, well, okay, but if this is steam OS, that isn't true. At least not that I know of that. I I can't just take, I don't know,
1: their uh, windows version, a windows copy
0: of a game. Right. And play, play that on Linux, unless there's some in between layer that I'm not aware of. Um, so that, all yeah, of this would which be means stuff that is. Third I have to party stuff
1: out. should be runnable as well. Like I don't think they've asked every developer to make an adaptive version of their game for SteamOS. Yeah. I think they probably designed SteamOS to handle all this stuff.
0: I mean the first I can tell you the first four games on the front of their promo image is Control, uh, Doom, Eternal, Hades, and What's that other one. That Ghost Runner, Fallen Order, maybe. I think it's that Ghost Runner game. Oh, Ghost Runner, yeah. It's, it's just Runner. it's cut off, so it's hard to see it. Um, that makes me think that those games probably all have Steam, Steam OS versions on Steam already, uh, and that's why they would show those. But they're claiming like your whole library is going to go awesome, so I don't know why they can claim that yet. That's that, I have real curiosity about that. And I need to know more. Uh, screen wise, you're looking at a seven inch, twelve eighty by eight hundred pixels LCD screen. Um, that's basically puts it on par with the new Nintendo Switch's larger screen, except the Switch is using OLED, which is a, is a nicer quality screen, so you're not getting the best quality screen here, but, a, but it's a nice one. Um, gyro sensor, so that's some features that some games will use, I guess. Um, let's see, what else did they write here? Uh, but, uh, that's kind of it. You can pre-order starting tomorrow, July 16th, and the price point starts at $399 for the low end. Then goes to oh crap, can't find the other two prices. Hold five,
2: on, I got eight, it up. The oh, uh, middle no. one is five hundred and twenty nine dollars, and the high end is six hundred and forty nine.
0: That's right. So
2: pretty or big
1: jump. Eight hundred nineteen dollars Canadian.
0: Yeah, those are pretty big jumps, given that what you, the only real difference is hard drive on all three. Yeah, um, oh, they throw no, no, in no. some um, other
2: boondoggles along with it. Although the uh, the high end does. Say you get premium anti glare etched glass. Oh, I don't know how the, the, much of a difference that's going to make. Yeah, but that's the N-
1: NVMe storage is There's the clock speed on the storage it does vary with the models as well. Let's See,
0: Let's see if there's, I
1: mean, they're only writing faster storage, faster storage on their marketing page, but I, I was looking somewhere else, I don't remember where, where they actually it clocks in at a faster well, speed. But that's the so two,
0: those that's two, two of those models. The low end one won't do the NVMe. Or in, in it. Yeah, that's true. It it's an
1: EMMC internal storage. Yeah.
0: Still a yeah. decent SSD, but... Uh, oh, I didn't notice these two triggers on the back. That's news to me.
1: There's like four triggers total, right? I yeah, there's mean? shoulder triggers
0: yeah. like normal, and then there's two these little undercarriage ones. Those are interesting. Um, the Steam page has actually got a big 3D render all floating up there and, you know, tempting people to see what the hell's going on. Um, and the details there actually... Oh, they do lay out the prices. Here we go. Oh, and um, one of the demos I saw, they were running a Jedi Redheaded Fallen Order guy game. Is yeah. that called? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Fallen Order, right?
1: red yeah. <laughs> Redhead, red Order. red Order Redhead was on, Order. and
0: they're showing it now on the screen. But the demo I saw showed that game running at full specs, uh, no problem, uh, which is fairly impressive, given that that game requires some pretty beefy performance to run at full specs, full frame rate, full everything. Um. So I think it seems like it's got what it takes guts-wise. Um, A lot
1: of it probably has to do with the motherboard architecture. The yeah. Like it's yeah. probably designed for like speed and responsiveness.
0: Now, my big question, and they didn't say this specifically, but let's see, they say that your Steam library is already on your deck. Again, John will hear, Dick. Um. <laughs> Uh, it just says <laughs> powered on Get log deep. in, and your games and friends are going to be there. That makes me think that and they don't detail what the frick they mean there. But that tells me it's possible this game will also do the thing I want, which is let me stream it in the house from my PC. So let me let me not have yeah. to worry about what's on the hard drive and just freaking play.
2: Oh, it you know does what? do that, and I'm I'm actually surprised there isn't an option for no hard drive. That's an even cheaper option. That's stream only. So
0: this is on um, there then. Okay, I didn't. Well, that might be on but, there.
2: Yeah. But here's the here's the quote you're interested in, Scott. So this is this is interesting. Uh, it says a new Steam operating system on Steam Deck. Your games run on a different operating system than the one on your desktop PC. It's a new version of Steam OS. Built with Steam Deck in mind and optimized for handheld gaming experience, it comes with Proton, a compatibility layer that makes it possible to run your games without any porting work needed from developers so uh, that's yeah, why so I, I it was, can be your entire
0: okay
1: i was gonna say i saw marketing with baldur's gate 3 on it and that's in beta there's no way they're like well, let's divert our beta to make a steam version of our <laughs> yeah game.
0: unless they're doing that like, from the get-go i i can't imagine that either but that's interesting so essentially that's a it's an emulation layer is what that works out to be it's a little like you know max can run um uh, can run, you know, Intel apps now on those M1 chips, but it does it through this Rosetta 2 stuff. It's like that. But I would hope mm. more optimized for gaming experiences because, you know, you don't want your CPU doing double the work. And sometimes emulation layers mean double the work. Um, all right. Here's all your differences. 64 gig EMMC internal storage, like Bo said, and a carrying case. All right. You get the faster storage and the more storage with the 529 plus the carrying case. Plus exclusive Steam community profile bundle, so a bunch of digital bullshit. Uh, Six forty nine. You get the larger five twelve gig, and that one is the faster uh, storage. Premium anti glare glass, like John mentioned. The carrying case, the Steam con- community profile, and then exclusive virtual keyboard theme. So those last two things are whatever, man. Who cares about themes? Yeah, like not that big a deal.
1: So <laughs> you get a carrying case if you buy the. But I, to me, yeah. To me, this—if I look at this—I feel like I'm in for disappointment or FOMO if I buy the two lower models. If I'm buying this, it's for the big, the big guy. Yeah,
0: I do that too with a lot of stuff. I think I could get away with this middle one though. I just think that's probably my speed because the extra stuff coming with this is not interesting to me at all, other than storage. It's no,
1: it's, it's strictly based on the storage. It. it I mean, if it's worth the extra $100 to you or not, like I'm just saying I'm struggling with the... X. It's the part I hate about the Xbox Series S the most is 512 is small.
0: Yeah, it's small. I mean, that used to be huge. Now it's not so big anymore. You're right. 512 is not huge. I think I could get away with it. But yeah, 649. It's just a big jump for mostly hard, for hard drive s- space.
2: Yeah. It's a lot. Well,
0: the
1: hard Especially drive when, is in faster.
2: general, those are coming down in yeah cost.
1: so if you go to the tech specs the the storage speed is faster as well well yeah it's not just more space it's also a, a better a f- well, speedier ssd equipment it's on the. it's
0: not faster SSD than the one. previous model though the 512 it uh, is if 250- you go to the
1: tech specs yeah it's high sp- it's so it's 256 gigabytes nvme for mid yeah and it's 512 high speed nvme ssd so difference? what you're getting is you're you're not just getting more space; you are getting a better uh, piece of hardware.
0: I don't SSD think those hardware. are different. I think NVMe M- 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 M-
3: they have M- clock
1: speeds. Are, sure, but like are, you like I've I've you know when you're shopping for computers and stuff, and you're shopping for the NVMEs, like they they have they have clock speeds, so you pay more for clock speed even for the same amount of storage.
0: How weird! All right, so they've got a bunch of. You have to dig into that more. That seems interesting because that, that does matter to me. Uh, disk access is a big deal. So that 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 could help I mean, push me towards it.
1: They, they didn't make it very clear. They should they should make that clear on their general marketing page. Yeah, like, they don't at all. Because you're they looking just... at it going like, I don't want to, what am I spending the extra money for? And it's like, yeah. again, you're, the, it's, this is the premium premium model. It's the default model made to look like a premium model. Yeah. I don't know why they do this, but... Um, the other two are gimped, seem like gimped versions of the product. That's just how it looks to me. Yeah. I um, had this argument about internet yesterday with a friend. because People ask me, what internet I should, should get? And I'm always like, you should get the best option. You should, if you have gigabit, you should buy that. Yeah, you should always get like, Well, yeah, that. but it's like an extra $30 a month. And I'm like, you're shopping between 70 megabits per second versus 1,000 megabits per second. Yeah. Just get the high option. Right. Suck it up. No, I want to save money. And the, <laughs> Okay, (laughs) I mean, yeah, you (laughs) you asked me my opinion and and then you're telling me you want something different. So I look at this sort of the same way. I'm like the Premiere, if you want to if you want to have spent any amount of money like that and feel good about it, the products, this product seems like the one you should be buying. Not to say if you don't have the money, you shouldn't get the less affordable option. But I mean, eight hundred dollars for a console is not unreasonable for a machine that you can use as a computer. (laughs) It seems like uh, in other applications like this is a again, this is sort of this is Steam's always their difficulty is they have actually really good products that they're very difficult to grok for some reason. in the way they market it, I guess they try to market it to PC people. So PC people get it. Yeah, everyone else, you know. It's rough.
2: I mean, I guess for me, where I have a problem with this is, you know, when we talked about it when it was in the rumor phase, I, I kind of said like it'd have to be cheap. And I expect it to probably be something where you, you know, you're just doing the streaming to device type of thing. And then maybe the hardware is not that expensive. That's something I could get behind. I'm not in the market for a, you know, a PC <laughs> if I had. If I had seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars to to throw at something like this, I would be buying a PS4. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be investing in a Five, handheld version of the thing that I I spent way more money on. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So
2: I I just it, it's very priced it is very highly priced for what it is because yeah. I kind of see it as a bit of a novelty now. If you're a person who wants to get into PC gaming and, you know, maybe hasn't taken the plunge, this is a bit of a reasonably priced way to do that, I guess. But I almost think you could still build a better computer than what the cost is for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it certainly would have more functionality. Um, I just don't know if the demand for a handheld PC or a handheld Steam thing is going to be worth it. It's very cool, yeah. but you give me $700 and I can come up with plenty of things that I would rather put that towards than this. Unfortunately, somebody at the, whereas uh, yeah. a, a piece of hardware for say 100 to $200 that you just have to steam link to might not be as interesting, Yeah. but would be in the realm of possibility. Sure. You know?
0: Well, keep in mind too, you, Anyone who gets this, I'm not saying this is a reason to get it, but one of the benefits of having it would be this would easily become a Game Pass streaming device as well. With yeah, built-in controllers know. and everything, oh yeah, you can
1: install Windows in it. You can put your Game Pass on it. Yeah, so or if you're, even games. if you
0: don't, even if you don't have them locally, I'm saying like X Cloud would work just out of the box. Same. Like you just run.
1: I mean, it's a it's a handheld personal computer. I mean, that, uh, they're not marketing that way, but that sounds essentially like what it is. So you yeah. have all the delightfulness of a handheld a Switch handheld, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Like it seems like a, you know, hey, Switch is doing really well. Why don't we just make a PC version, a, a Switch version of a PC? Yeah, I mean. I've been thinking about buying a Switch uh, because of Metroid Prime. Now I'm thinking, why would I do that? <laughs> I should get a Steam Deck. Yeah. A Deck. Deck. Dick. Yeah. Steam dick. Deck. Steam Deck. Deck. I'm um, kind of tempted by the Steam Deck because then I can have it on the go. Yeah. I can take it to my TV in the other room and plug it right in and do console gaming. If For a game that I don't have on my... Like Hades isn't on Xbox yet, so if I wanted a console Hades experience, I right. can just do it. Right. Um, it has windows on it, so I can, I don't know, watch streaming services with it. Like I can do anything on a TV. I don't know. Like it's, it's, I, it, like I think John's assessment's right. It's really cool. It's still there's still a I feel like there's still a little bit more that I need to like sell me on it at yeah. this point.
0: But I we'll think uh, for me the big selling point is um, I love I love the portability, but I just like that the ecosystem that I'm already hugely invested in. It's just there for me. I just have yeah. it.
2: I mean, you buy it and you have a library. Like That's the cool thing. It's not like, you know, I I said I'd buy a PS4. That's still true. Five. But a PS5, yeah. Yeah. I already got two PS4s. (laughs) Don't buy another um, one, John. Don't get another one. I'd buy buy a PS5 and uh, then, you know, I'd have to buy games and I'd have to buy additional controllers and all of that. And at the end of the day, the cost on that is actually going to be quite comparable. Whereas if I were to buy a steam deck, it's like, okay, well I paid for the hardware. I have the hardware and I have the library already. I don't have to all of a sudden buy a bunch of games for it. I have games for it. It just works. So I think that's, I think there's actually a lot to that. And I think there's actually uh, something very nice about that. I'm still going to say they aren't doing it yet, but I'm going to uh, climb up, die on this hill I think they should find a way to do a less expensive option that just streams to the device. Mm. Because I'm telling you the amount of times that uh, the kids in this house come up to me and go, I want to play this game. And I go, well, it's only on PC. Well, let's get it from my computer. Your computer can't run it. It happens all the time. And if I could give them a handheld device that could play games from Steam, Mm. I would own three of these devices in the house, <laughs> this, this will but do I can't it? afford three seven hundred dollars uh, of these. Right. The this will house, do it, nor... but it'll
1: tie up your machine. Yeah, like right, like it, but, the Steam does have the streaming. I'm sure you're going to be able, to, but the stream from. But I'm you, saying
2: you, you I need it. to spend less money. Like I get that it'll right. do it, but I'm not going to spend five hundred dollars to do it. Here's
1: yeah. my. And you'll here's... be streaming it from your own system. Although GeForce right. Now will be installed.
0: That's how I was going to say. Yeah. GeForce yeah. Now would be easy to put on here. And windows? two yeah, clicks oh you're God. done whether it's the windows version or not it doesn't matter. you just put it on there. Uh, the other thing to have on uh, that I was just thinking of is technically you could run if you had Windows installed, you just go and you could install Epic and play all your Epic games on there if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Like this thing is really just another computer. You know, Bo's right. I mean, all, all these devices are in, you know, you boil them down. They're computers of a, of a sort, but this is, but they're locked. All of them are, guarded. yeah, they're locked they're in they're locked out. This thing is not yeah. that this is more like, Hey, here's your unified interface and stuff like that. The other, the other thing I really need out of a device like this is the controller itself, like the actual sticks and stuff need to be kind of heavy duty. Um, I don't like a controller, either separate or with a screen attached to it where I feel like I'm going to wreck those sticks. And I feel that way with the switch. I just feel like I'm going to wreck them. So I don't, I I kind of tend to prefer not to play games on the switch that are super twitchy because if I do, I feel like I'm just going to wreck those sticks. And once you do that, you're screwed. So the marketing says that they're best in class thumbsticks. Yeah, and the IGN guys, the
1: IGN guys <laughs> Wait, said it they. Didn't,
2: sti- it didn't say uh, they're okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all
1: right. The, they're the, right. IGN- the Xbox should be saying that on their market
0: The IGN guys were saying that they thought the sticks were really strong. They liked that a lot. They thought the buttons were really good, and they liked the D pad okay. They said it, they wish it was more clicky, but everyone. I don't know if I've ever heard of a D pad that the whole world likes universally. It kind of just sort of depends. PS4's D pad was pretty strong um Hmm. i like the new x uh, series x d pads just fine whatever i can you know i can make it work but we'll see what happens um tomorrow they go on pre-order and uh that means you can reserve them who knows how quick that'll run out because they're they're held to the same chip shortage as everybody else's right now so my guess is they'll sell out pretty much immediately because stocks are going to be limited and if you want to be the first in line you might get one by december
1: the only thing I don't like is, we already talked about it, but it was the placement of the everything up at the top. Seems not good.
0: Well, again, this that I I've had the exact same, same feeling, but the IGN article specifically addresses that and said we were worried about that and we ended up liking it. So, I you know, I okay. guess it, it right. probably depends on your hands and certainly IGN yeah. is not final word on anything, but, you know, I'm watching this lady play and I think it'd be all right because I hold a lot of this palm up here. Like it looks like it would do okay. But you can also plug in any peripherals you prefer. You can plug in or just bluetooth in a controller you love and use that. Like all the PC options are there. There's a picture of a bunch of people playing flight or fight sticks, so they're playing fighting games on there. Um I don't know. It seems like they're they're trying to not be locked down and for that I I, I think I like that. So we'll see. I just don't want it to feel junky. Like the Steam controllers felt like plastic garbage to me. Um, I'm not saying these should be like that. This is a different time, different manufacturing. It's an expensive device. I hope it feels sturdy and solid statey, you know, because if they don't get that right, then it's going to, I don't know. I need it to feel sturdy for that to work for me. Um, okay. Oh, and they got these little mouse pad things on it that they don't go into tons of detail out about, but it looks like you can do a lot of sort of navigational stuff. Um, with both sides, there's like a little pad,
2: Yep.
3: Yeah. Although, you also turn think. on
2: uh, gyroscope functionality as well. Oh, right, right. So i say one thing support. about
1: this too, though. This may, this device, like honestly, would make in-person land so easy. Like, I don't know about you, but I, I've had a lot of, you know, hauling computers over all the one house to have, you know, just oh, yeah. a yeah. crazy game night. And the idea that you could just pack up your flat screen monitor, keyboard, mouse, and this little guy, mm-hmm. and just pack it in a backpack, like... Yeah. I know you can already do that with laptops, but laptops are expensive. Not everyone gets those. But I don't know if this was ever to take off as a popular thing. It would make like land parties like really convenient to yeah. to, to, to put together, and that kind of excites me because I haven't done that in a long time. And I'm I'm watching this a little clip here of this guy and the marketing using his PC, and there's just so there's so, there's so few items and taking up so little real estate that mm-hmm. I'm like. Uh, you know, the whole heroes of the storm team could get together in one house and play together. And it seems, it seems so easy and within reach. I don't yeah. know. I like it.
0: Oh, this is interesting. Hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was, I thought they were saying that the controllers popped off. It's not, it says unlike the switch, the steam deck swaps, removable controllers for some additional input methods. So there's a pair of steam controller style track pads on either side of the display. Uh, in addition to the thumbsticks and four extra buttons on the back of the device that serve as paddle esque additional inputs. Also offers Bluetooth audio, so you can connect any pair of wireless earbuds or earphones to the thing, which the Switch has always lacked, and it's super annoying. You can only use a plugged-in pair of headphones on the Switch, and it sucks. Sucks! That device should be Bluetooth-ready for some headphones. It's so dumb that it isn't. Anyway, it seems interesting. But yes, you cannot undock those controllers. That is confirmed. All right. Let's move on. That's exciting stuff, though kind of so, a big deal. Um, just FYI
1: too, you can reserve it for $5.70.
0: Yeah, they make you reserve it for, with money. Yeah. So
1: I'm, you know, it's not expensive. I may I may reserve one.
0: I'm totally going to do it.
1: I, I don't think I'm I I may not get a switch.
0: No, you know? I may not even get this. I may cancel this, but the nice thing is you've just all you've done is reserved a little money they will earn interest on in the next 4 months. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. That's like, the nice part of it. Yeah.
1: Well done, everybody. It's, it's exciting. This is a really cool-looking device. It's uh it's neat. I'm very interested in it.
0: Yeah, it's neat. It seems like uh, there's a big interview with Gabe Newell floating around out there. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I want to. Um, I always think that guy's got interesting things to say, and this is clearly something they've been working on for a while and hinting at for a while. And but here's the storm on that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could. You could like, but yeah. would you? I mean, you could. Maybe for fun. You could, you know. but would you? I mean, like, that's maybe. the
2: question. I'm not doubting you. Could.
0: Here, you could, okay? Let me let's put it this way the game doesn't support already, it doesn't support controllers, so that's kind of a non starter. So, you'd have to use a mouse and keyboard, which it has touchpad uh-huh. for mouse input. Oh, I don't know how that
1: would okay. Work,
0: that
2: sounds bad. Yeah, sounds so really what bad. you're just gonna plug a keyboard into it, then <laughs> no, 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 you're gonna just, hold the device in your left touch hand, pads. use the touchpads.
1: Yeah, but what about there's, your a, keys? there's a guy playing Factorio and, and they're playing Baldur's Gate, those are mouse and keyboard games.
2: Yeah, but what about now, your is it
1: gonna be good? I don't know but it's no
2: the answer is no it's not and you're not going to play Heroes of the Storm on this device yeah again the debate isn't can you I understand there's a million ways you can I've seen people play games with Guitar Hero controllers that shouldn't be (laughs) but that doesn't mean you should and that doesn't mean you're going to
0: I I hate to admit it they would not it would be cool as like oh look what I ran but I don't want to play it that way unless it had you know native controller support then fine let's go
2: um, will fun. somebody take this somewhere and prop it up with a little kickstand and plug their mouse and keyboard into it that and works. hover over it and play a MOBA? Yes. 100% someone will do that. Yeah. And they will be the biggest nerd at the ball. <laughs> like, there is is It's not.
1: I can see myself doing that. I don't know, maybe <laughs>
0: You'll do it once,
1: though, right? I'm Never the biggest
0: nerd at the ball, I guess. Yeah. Lesson.
1: Well... We're all nerds and we all go. I don't know. I'm ball. just kind of ex- excited for the product. I think it's an exciting product, Switch always seems very cool. But it, uh, the shitty thing about switches is it's just Nintendo stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. a huge thing, but you're right. It's fine, but it's just like, yeah. it's not, a, you know, it'd be more appealing if it played everything.
0: They're, they're like the only company can get away with that. Like they're the only company I know of that can be their whole thing is that they're Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody else has that anymore. Like Sony is Sony, but Sony's got to be really saturated with third parties. So does Microsoft. Like you can't do this. You're when you're that closed in the way Nintendo is. You have to be Nintendo, or it doesn't work. So yeah,
1: they can't just make the console. They have to make all the games. Yeah, too. <laughs> and they have to be
0: the best games, and they can never be bad. You know, for the most part. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. More on that as it approaches. In similar hardware news or related hardware news, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox. Says a Xbox controller refresh is probable. Now, that seems like a weird thing to say, given that, of course, it's probable at some point there'd be a refresh, but one would think maybe he means soonish.
1: Well, yeah, within yeah. the current generation. Yeah. Like they, they, they were um, specifically their a survey went out about um, asking Xbox customers what they liked about the DualSense controller from yeah. PlayStation that they would like to see in an Xbox controller. Right. Um, I just took it as news because I think the the new Xbox controller is shite. Really, it's I like, love my controller. <laughs> I, I, I like this, and I'm like, I wanted something more like this, and it's it's clicky. I don't like the D pad. I, I find the sensitivity on the the sticks not to my liking. Maybe it's just a preference thing. This must I be find shocked it by this. A little, they're smaller and a little seems a little more cramped, but. I don't know. I just don't I tend I don't like it. Like I I I, I bought a it,
2: second I, one so I could use it for my PC. So did I. So it's my, yeah. I have one that I use for my PC and one that I use for my Xbox, but it is personal preference. And despite that, I do think they should do a relaunch because as somebody who got to finally play a PS5 and play with the PS5 controller, uh that haptic feedback thing is really cool. And I wouldn't mind if they Took a look at it. That well, feels really, really good. Yeah. The, the, They're
1: probably not complaints. They're probably more in line with what you're we talking. About.
2: Yeah. Well, their quote here's here's his quote.
0: Uh, we're definitely thinking about different kinds of devices that we can bring more gamers to the uh, to different places. There's probably some work they'll need to do on the controller. Spencer told game the GameCast crew, which was transcribed somewhere anyway. He says, quote, I think Sony has done a really nice job with their controller. We kind of took uh, at uh, took a look at some of that and think. Uh, are there things that we should go and do? Unquote. So, I really like this side of Microsoft. Where there's, these days, where they're, they're not trying to hide anything, they're just like, yeah, I think Sony did pretty cool stuff there. We should probably do some of that. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't know why I yeah. like that. I just like that openness. Yeah,
1: it, it seems it's, <coughs> it seems really unlikely in a in an industry, a lot of industries like that that are very protective or very not open and competitive to just be like, yeah, cool, we like all the stuff. Let's just yeah. Let's just chill and jam and let's help each other improve and make awesome experiences and get games to as many people. Like, holy, like, I hope that stays. That seems to me like the kind of thing that won't happen after Phil Spencer moves on or, you know, you get worried. Like, it's great that he's there. It seems like he's shepherding this era and you almost worry that that'll be over once he's, you know.
0: Well, it seems to jive pretty well with Sachin Adela, who's kind of you could look at as the chief you know, reason that Microsoft turns has turned a lot of things around and their focus on Azure and backend and all that. And they, they put them yeah. in their most profitable place they've ever been in. But uh, part of it is also, it's just a juxtaposition because Sony's position as previous generation leader is keep it locked down, don't share our secrets. It's the opposite. And it's like this what Microsoft was before that.
1: Behavior for any corporate, like, right. you know, Hollywood's like that too, right? Right. So you cast the question. Disney was like, "Let's give our uh, tech to everybody. We want all the studios to be able to make wonderful, delightful movies like Marvel. Like they're not going to share that shit without you paying them, right?" When well, you're I think in, a, when you're an unintended
2: lead. side effect of this too, which would be really, really nice, is you know, a lot of times when somebody does something that's perceived as gimmicky, whether it turns out to be good or not, like Sony did with the haptic controllers it turns out like first party games for the most part really use it well and effectively and nobody else does anything with it because they're not going to put a team on okay For the PS5 version, we need to make sure you guys go in and program all the haptics just for the PS5 version. You just aren't going to allocate resources that way. But if it's something that both controllers can support and do, maybe you see a bigger adoption rate of everybody saying, hey, yeah, we think this is a cool thing. We're going to put it in our game because it's going to now benefit PS5. Xbox, and PC, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and move forward with it, which I is what I want to see. And the problem is, is when only one side's doing it, nobody jumps on the bandwagon because it's just not cost-effective.
0: Right. It's a little like um, uh, Rumble back in the day. You know? you, you were in the, the original days of what, the, the Wave Bird was first or whatever? You would the only
2: Rumble ever- Pack, the N64 yeah. Rumble Pack. Oh, I
0: forgot about that thing. So, yeah, that's a very exclusive you know, way to develop it. But when it became more of a modern mainstream thing, then everybody supported Rumble, including third party crap you buy for your PC from Chinese, you know, cheapo brands like it's all over the place. Some of this could be similar to that. But we all we also always forget that Sony does this with every generation. They have a controller gimmick and it either flops mm-hmm. or it succeeds. And in the case of the PlayStation 3, it was six axis that flopped it was garbage
2: Ugh, that it was garbage. one was so bad it was garbage oh it made me sad every time it popped up and it was like you want to move your controller
0: yeah it was garbage nope. it was terrible it's an awful thing it didn't work the next time around it was their big touchpad thing at the top uh it's okay no, it's It just okay. it just acted yeah. as another button at the end of the day like people used it for maps like oh i'm in assassin's creed hit the big giant button for the map it was like that um nobody really blew anyone's minds with it because like you said it's not universal across all potential console slash pc use cases it's going to have a limited development this thing this time seems like it's got more traction because there's actual i don't know benefits to the gameplay it's actually a really cool neat new thing i hope this is the one that t- not only takes off but others emulate and it sounds like microsoft might be interested and emulating it and then we see more widespread adoption of it because then these things become standard in the future which means they're less expensive which means they're everywhere which means it's just part of our gaming texture now you know and i'd be fine with that uh but anyway more as we know it uh finally netflix you know netflix you're familiar with netflix you guys you know all about netflix you ever use them? Yeah. I have
2: uh, chilled to a program or two. In have my you? Time. You've
0: chilled yeah. you Netflix and chilled, though. How about you? You've, yep. you know, I haven't chilled in a decade. <laughs> 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 take, take that, take from that what, whatever you will, listener. But, um, uh, no, uh, you know, Netflix, bitter ubiquitous. Everybody has it. It's a thing. Ironically, uh, using Microsoft's back end, which is Azure, which is the back end for xCloud and all the gaming stuff, uh, it looks like well, it's, this is confirmed now they're getting into video games. Uh,
1: great. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Here's what I think it'll be. And I, this is pure speculation cause we don't know anything else at this stage. Of course it will be streaming. So think Stadia, think XCloud, think Luna. Okay. That's this area we're talking about here. Um, this will be, uh, something that you'll be able to play anywhere you're at on any device that streams Netflix. If it can stream Netflix, you can play it there. And my belief is it won't be homegrown games. It will be stuff you already know about. It'll be Destiny. It'll be Fortnite. It'll be games you know and already play. Maybe some exclusives, but the bottom line will be they're going to build a Stadia-like service that will be part of their existing subscription program, possibly for more money per month if you want the game part of it. But they're going to build an xCloud slash Stadia competitor and mm-hmm. I think in the end at the end of the day, they might be the only real competition to XCloud. I already think Stadia is going to die and go away because I don't think I don't think Google's got the appetite for Net- Net- streaming is up. Netflix's whole business. It's an expertise. Yeah, plus it's their company, whole thing. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um they don't they may not have I mean, there's questions about some of the latency technologies and other stuff, but again, they're using Azure. They're leveraging a technology that is already doing this for XCloud. And frankly Sony uses Azure for all their backend for PlayStation now. So um, who is it that uses, oh, um, they already, so Netflix already uses Amazon for their backend stuff. One would assume that they could still do that for this part of it, or they could make this deal with Azure and move forward. I don't know, but either way, of course they're doing this. Like, of course they're doing this. Why wouldn't they do this? Somebody said in an, in an earnings call at Netflix, which uh, had their name, our biggest competitor isn't Amazon Prime Video. It isn't Hulu. It's not Disney Plus. It's not HBO Max. It's none of those. In fact, it's none of those combined. It's Fortnite is our biggest competitor. Like literally, that's the eyeball time we're trying to get, and not just from that age demographic. But the idea is that games are their biggest competition. So get into games. Suddenly, you're all, you're part of the conversation, and you're you know making lots of money on games. So.
2: I mean, if that's uh, the way it worked, that's something I would consider. They were like, hey, throw a couple extra bucks on your uh, Netflix subscription and just play some games that you'll have access to. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything extra. Just here you go. You can play it now. Like, yeah, part of the reason I had no interest in Stadia was okay. so I need to take a risk and buy a version of a game for a. Uh, untested, unknown, like, we don't know if it's going to stick around uh,
3: but, system. Yeah, and 59 bucks no, either way. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. But
2: if you say, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the Steam Deck. If you're going to just say like, hey, you have a library for a thing you're already paying for. Like, Easy. Okay, sure. I'll try it out. And if it's garbage, I'll change my subscription back. And if it's great, I'll keep it and I'll continue to spend the money. Or more realistically, I'll add the money to my subscription, hate it, forget about it for about a half a year, go, why is my bill so high? And then cancel it. Yeah. But it will get canceled eventually. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's just you're not asking people to do a lot to try it. And I think when you don't ask people to do much, more people are going to test the waters with right,
3: it. Right, right. Yeah.
1: also it's sort of i guess it's curious timing given that game pass has become a thing and been wildly successful like yeah, yeah. i'm fairly certain without game pass maybe netflix doesn't take this chance like because as much as this is like stadia it's a hybrid of the stadia thing and the game pass thing right and the game like the net, the, the net game pass is netflix of gaming that's yeah. how we describe it to people who ask about it i'm just like it's netflix but video games yeah which I so, think is a fair way of putting it. And it must drive so, them nuts yeah. that they're the
0: Netflix of Netflix and they don't have a gaming of Netflix. <laughs> you right, know what I mean?
1: Right. I mean, like, oh, yeah, let's get on on that. The thing that I, I... They'll probably be successful, like, in the way John described. But I'm not in any rush or excited at all about this news. The fact is, Phil Spencer's done a lot of work building uh, brand trust in in gaming and offering good games. I predict everything's going to be a variation of Bejeweled and what... 80 year olds would appreciate playing who, who aren't into gaming. Like I, I don't, I'm not looking to have the latest. I mean, maybe they'll do it, but I'm skeptical. I remain skeptical about this. Also, any games launched exclusively for Netflix streaming will be canceled after the first patch. Cause Netflix, not a great track record for any content creation. So I hope they don't get into actually making any
2: games. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I did read plenty of articles that suggested they would be publishing video games. Yeah. Let, let me be clear, my reaction is 100% on what Scott proposed with like, hey, it's just going to be another platform that you already have That's you can play other games out there, assuming there isn't too much overlap with what Game Pass is offering, because I'm not going to switch, I'm going to keep Game Pass for sure, but um, like I'd be into that if it's Netflix is like, hey guys, here comes Netflix's greatest video game we've ever made. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to know what Netflix thinks. It's it the can Walking make Dead video it's game. The, it's Walking Dead video
0: game. Well, I hope it's not yeah. Walking Dead. It should be like. Uh they don't own that. What would it be? like? Um, It'll be Lilyhammer, the video game. <laughs> is that a Netflix original? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was one of the first. What was the first one? House of Cards.
0: Yeah. House oh, of cards they make of a House game. of Cards game and they just take out yeah. whats his names likeness because everyone's <laughs> mad at him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be... To me, this is not worth it unless they do the thing I say they they should do. If they don't do that, I'll be shocked. If this isn't an attempt to try to get people a whole section of games up there that say the names destiny 2 and say the names fortnite and say the names whatever if those aren't up there this is a waste of time they shouldn't even bother
2: mm-hmm. well i would bet fortnite's not going to be on there well, it might i mean no i don't see epic going yeah you guys can have fortnite i mean why I not why would it? they
0: care they just they just because want, they the want money.
2: you to. They want you on the Epic Games launcher. Yeah, but they They don't want you looking at
0: Netflix. Yeah, but they don't want you. Then that, but that doesn't work because that would mean they don't want you looking at any other
1: storefront and they're on everything. They they would be happy to be on there so long as Netflix doesn't ask for a cut of any of the in game purchases. That's the. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Like, That's true. I, yeah, I, I, I not, but I don't know.
2: I think at this Iowa. point where they have their own storefront, they want you launching from their stuff. Like I think they probably don't even want you playing on console, but they probably are like, oh, we get too much money from that. Well you'd have but to. if there was a way for them to put the epics game launcher on console, they would do that. They they so, probably
0: would, but you go, I mean, I can play Fortnite on Stadia. Like they're not gonna I mean they're I don't think their goal they're not going to pass up something like this. Netflix has more house homes, home installed, you know, installed home base than anything right now. Like it's unbelievable how much yeah. coverage they have. So if they could pull that off, I've, everyone's going to be in line for it.
2: That's true. That's Cuz it's, it's just not much a, more money coming into Epic. It's a massive install base, is all
0: I'm saying. And if it's simple like you were saying, like if it's just hey even if it's not, you they may it. even come out and say, look, at our top tier, that means you get in at the at the 720 rate. If you want 4K, you, you pay an extra five a month or whatever. Like, whatever their tiers are. um, And they can differentiate themselves by saying, look, we have a library of games that you're just going to do Game Pass style, not Stadia style. I just don't know who wouldn't try it. And you sync any controller you got to it, like, pfft, done deal. Yes, David Letterman, the interviews game. The chat room has gone nuts with, like, <laughs> bojack
2: horseman I, the reckoning yeah. i was um, a big fan of uh, queen's gambit uh, fps <laughs> it's because it's so obvious what the game would be and then they just took it to a different place yeah. i really like it,
0: it should be a chess game but no nope, it's a shooter it's
2: a shooter yeah
1: and also you'd have um a stand-up simulator it's like rock band yeah. but it's for stand-up comedy yeah you, you be the stand-up comedy but as you tell the jokes you have to press the right buttons. Oh, i like it i like it How oh about-
2: they did that that was an actual game that exists really? and, oh is it or exists yeah it's a it's a community it's one of those like everyone gets in a lobby and people go up and do their stand-up routine i don't know what it's called chat if you know share it but yeah there's a hundred percent a actual like stand-up comedy and comedy social experience thing Hmm. yeah they're just saying oh comedy night ziggurat found it they had it ready comedy knows
1: a lot of stuff yeah
0: i like how uh the witcher and castlevania were thrown out which are also ironically netflix original (laughs) programming as well
1: yeah comedy night's only five dollars get in there bo you got it finally let your let your stand up fly dude the
2: the number one review in the past 30 days i got doxed playing it's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow that's fantastic all right uh well done everybody we've covered it all and we can't wait to get your feedback core show at gmail.com we'd love to hear what you think about these new things because boy was it popping this week okay time for these (music) The games we played this week. I'm going to surprise everybody with my number one pick of the week, which I did not expect. It was from a free Epic giveaway game some weeks ago, a uh, couple weeks ago, I guess. Didn't think anything of it. I just go in there every week and see what's free and then yep, get, get it. So it's just there. I have it. I rarely play it. Depends like what's going on. I have been enjoying Old World, of course, so I've been playing it over there. But those free games, I just make sure I get them. Sometimes they're duplicate stuff I already have on Steam, but I still get it.
2: He well, just reminded anyway. me. I have to go pick up the current free game cuz I've been wanting it for a long time and I've never oh, bought you it. you
0: totally should. Yeah. he's what just uh, I have it? a little reminder that says go do it every week and I go in there and I just make sure I get it. And one of those days was a game called Ironcast. I don't know if you guys remember this. It's not a it's not a get fit quick on weightlifting podcast. It's an actual video game called Ironcast. And um uh the, how do I describe it? It's a normally fully, you know, premium game that they just happen to give away made by a small team that is a steampunk mech game. Okay. So mm-hmm. big
2: okay. uh
0: and I'd have john I'd have John's air for a second on this. <laughs> yes. So it's like uh, you know, imagine the era of um of steampunk. What would we call that? 18 1880s Britain or something. I don't even know when this would be set, but it's all very much like that time era and hmm. everybody rides, the revolution. Right. And there's big giant mechs that are steam driven and have all kinds of weapons. And, and uh, you go on these missions and you're this very prim and proper lady who's definitely from the era, but you're like an assassin with this mech and,
1: oh, Lord, look, it's a mech.
0: And the lady sends you on these mech uh, fights is like, you know, this old lady who runs the, the whatever secret uh, group that you work for. And, and it's called Ironcast. And um, the game itself is a little bit weird. At first, I was really put off because I went, is this like a puzzle game? Like, are we talking like bejeweled here? Because when, when I've seen screens, mech over here, mech over here, and in the middle, a grid of what looks like gems to match.
2: Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, I just pulled up footage of it and yeah. what was in my head as you were starting this and what I saw yeah. are very different things. Yeah. It,
0: and I don't blame you for seeing that and going, oh, because it did that to me. It exactly did that to me. But I decided, you know what, I'm not going to judge. It. I'm going to check this thing out and see what's up. So I did. And I really like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. And here's what I like about it. the game is a little bit deceptive in terms of what it actually is that mechanic of fighting. you know you remember puzzle quest and how much fun that was It was like RPG mm-hmm. elements. It was like first time that sort of thing had ever been done. It's a little like that except you're not matching three. you're trying to make contiguous lines of stuff and make combos that way. so it's one of those puzzle games where you start up here and work and get as many in a in a combo as possible and then that clears those all out and then the next ones fall. The difference here is you have three turns to do whatever you're going to do with the puzzle in the middle. And once you've done three of those, you're done. Now you can use whatever points you got for doing that. So you might have some combat points built up, which is like an energy bar. You might have freezing points uh, built up, which will help with you heat with your your heat situation and also does some cold damage, Um, different kinds of damage types or whatever. There's also a healing thing so you can repair parts, that sort of stuff. Once you've done those three things, which are strategic and you're trying to be smart about your usage, then you say, all right, I'm going to fire my main cannon and that's going to take this much power that I've accumulated through the puzzle mechanic. I'm now going to fire off that cannon. It fires it off and does a bunch of loud damage to the other mech. Um, you might be able to do a defensive move like moving forward, put you in kind of a dodge mode. So you, they have a higher chance of missing you if you're moving um, so you might do that so, or and, this or,
1: game looks like solitarica, but with a matching a little bit, gym matching aspects.
0: a little bit. Yeah. I'm glad on. you brought, I'm glad you said that. Cause it's like solitarica, what it does with cards and solitaire is really just a thin overlay of some pretty fun kind of RPG mechanics. And that's mm-hmm. what this is. It's just a different mechanic on, on top. But at the end of the day, it's about, I mean, there's like random, uh weapon and armor and and like drops you need for your mech and they're color-coded so rares and epics and all you know diablo style loot um and you uh before each mission you can go equip your thing up like that heal up unlock perks stuff like that there's a little bit of a roguelike sort of element to it because if you die you you take some knowledge back with you and go back and try again sort of stuff um completely took me by surprise how much fun i how much fun this is and uh the only thing i would say to anybody who maybe picked it up and just thought well i'll grab the free game and then i won't worry about it go play the game um it's not i promise you it is not what you think it is by just looking at it the your first look at it you'll just go oh it's a some kind of puzzle game maybe pass it's different than that, and I found myself going <laughs> yep, it's over. It's like you
2: read my mind. Yeah,
0: and I went over and over and over again. I couldn't stop playing this game, mm-hmm. and I was shocked by it because, like I say, the actual gameplay of of the of the of the puzzle part of it, you, your your brain goes, "Oh, I've seen this a million times in mobile games, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. I can't. T- you know, I'm not sure, but it feels kind of mobily or whatever." And then once you understand what's actually happening with the mechanic and what that gives you, like, opportunity-wise, there's, like, strategy and tactics and, and these RPG elements and leveling up and getting loot when you beat dudes and going back out better prepared the next time. I really like it. And I'm not surprised it ended up being free because they probably have a hard time selling this, if I was to guess. I'm guessing some people have the exact same impression I described. And they just go, well, I don't want to play a puzzle game. But dude, they're big old mechs. Yeah, and the- I mean, it's
1: not flat, not as flashy as a lot of games you might see. No, if, I, if I'm just looking at it strictly as a, you know, how much interest would this generate? Yeah, but yeah. It looks like it looks like a, a one of those games where you just like, oh, let me do one more run, let me do one more puzzle. You know, yeah, it looks for fun. sure. It has a lot of that stuff.
0: Like I say, I'm not telling anybody out there to go spend the twenty bucks or whatever it is to find out. I'm just saying, if you got it on that free day, don't overlook it. It's actually good and oh, This looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks cool. I hope there's a demo somewhere where people can actually play it and then decide for themselves. Because yeah, Puzzle Fighter is another good example. Crimson Neon, sort of. But you know, the the goals here, I don't know. They they just it's. I like a game where they give you a simple interface and then crazy shit happens. Like I I, I like that it's not. How do I put this? Like this could have been a game where I don't know. It could have been an RTS or a turn based strategy game there's a million of those like what would you do to differentiate yourself well i feel like that's what this is it's like well here's how we're going to be different and here's the aesthetic and we're going to set it in a steampunk environment and we're going to have these big barreling steam mech machines that didn't ever exist but wouldn't it be cool if they did and so it's got a cool tone and kind of you know world building thing going on and i don't know i really like it there's also a story going on i hadn't mentioned that so there's a bunch of dialogue to read
1: There's numbers when you do damage.
0: That's a big thing. Yeah, there's numbers, uh, uh, Bo. I thought of you as soon as I saw a button number pop up. I went, oh, Bo's going to love this. There's numbers. I like damage numbers. Anyway, I like it a lot and uh, would recommend it uh, highly. Again, that's Iron Cast. Uh, Epic Store, but I think it's on Steam as well. I didn't go look, but I think so. Um, All right. I also played a ton of Griftlands Brawl mode, which is what you unlock when you've done the three campaigns. And brawl mode is basically a simplified version of the game where you're not traveling around the map and doing all the story beats. Uh, you instead are you have an initial draft and you have some bonuses up front and then you start basically doing a random campaign that says you want to go fight this guy. You want to go argue with this guy. You go do those things. You win or you lose. You, you level up. It's, a, it's like playing a little bit more of a straight Slay the Spire version of that game. Um, really like it, though. Because you can just get in and go and uh really adds to the the lifespan oh and there's a ton Bo you like this when you get there there's a ton of um mutators so you can just go do random Ooh. ones or choose them by yourself but there's hundreds of them
1: yeah and, I saw that panel I haven't activated them yet but
0: yeah it's pretty crazy all kinds of weird challenges helps unlock strange cards you can't get in the other way that kind of stuff and oh really oh interesting that game continues to be really good uh sure. and then I Broke a bunch of ships. I played a lot of Shipbreaker. We know what that's about. (laughs) I streamed a bunch of it, too. That
1: game is uh, your zen space. It really is. You didn't ignore it.
0: It really is. I love it so much. I played um, two perfect... So they have a class of ship called the Gecko class. It's a big... Sometimes cargo, but a lot of times it's like it'd be a personnel transport ship. It's a big ship. The biggest
2: in the game so far. From the home world universe?
0: No, but they kind of look like them. I still think they're, they, they make everything kind of feel like homeworld, but they're just not saying it. Um, but that ship is, is cool and they've got these new hazards in it, like the, the rads that you get off of, uh, a malfunctioned, um, radiation thing. I forget what it's called, but it's basically a thing. If you're not really ginger with it and you, and you bump it at all, that thing just starts pumping radiation and it's bad. Um, leaves a big cloud, takes forever to dissipate. So you just got to be really careful with it. And I was, Having so much fun, and and I did two runs of this thing, did it on stream, and did two perfect gecko teardowns. Take about an hour each, but man, that felt good. And you get so many of these like upgrade points when you do it right, when you get everything, and it's so satisfying. I love that game, can't get enough of it. All right, John and Bo, breaker.
2: Y'all play, I'm still amazed they haven't come to recruit you for some like secret government. like satellite destruction property. Like like Bruce Willis in Armageddon, like just he's it, the only one. He's the only one we can get yep. to save us from the satellite garbage and space. Maybe maybe he's it is a recruitment breaker. program.
1: Like maybe it's yeah. designed to attract specific types of people for analysts to, to vet for analysts working. Scott's one of them. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't like uh, Laura for real says Scott will literally play any shovelware to avoid playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> They don't look like shovelware. They're not shovelware. Of, like Griflands is an incredible deck builder. I think Iron Ironcast right. is an amazing. When you're a find. fan
1: of a game, sometimes everything seems like shit in comparison
0: to your favorite. Well, that game, seems so. like their problem, not mine. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> all I
1: right. Mean, I would I would have said that in my Heroes of the Storm days. There was lots of times people were playing games, and all I wanted to
0: play was Heroes. Yeah, I get it. And there are times, even now, where I will just get so focused on one thing. But you know, I like a I like a ton of stuff. Uh, John, Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen, you're in, you're you're all in. You've never been more in. Look at you, you're in.
2: Yeah, I Bo probably has some actual like content besides just gushing over it to say. So I'll leave most of it to him. But one thing I do want to say about that game, just to clarify, because as I've taken this journey, there was certainly something at the start of it. That I wondered as I was playing through it, and now that I'm on the other side, I feel like I can speak to it, which is sure I'm enjoying it now while I'm engaged in the story and I'm I'm all in and and find that story to be amazing. But am I going to still be interested when I get to end game? Like, does this game have an end game? Is that endgame satisfying? is this game going to hold me once the story runs out? And so I'm pleasantly surprised to find that I'm still just as hooked at the end of the story as I was during the story. Mm. So for anybody that's sitting there looking at the game going, well, okay, sure. It's a long RPG story, but is there any like meat to the, to the MMO portion of it? Yes. Yes there is and it's very good and it's, it's funny because I've actually been doing things in it that are things I used to do in WoW and things that I have complained about being in WoW and being bad I've been doing like if you said John what are you doing in, in Final Fantasy Endgame right now I'm raiding I'm doing dungeons I'm doing dailies for rep and uh, you know collecting old transmog and stuff like that all of that stuff is stuff that's in WoW All of it is being done better in Final Fantasy right now, just to be frank about it. Like, even the rep grinds, which I hate in WoW, is so much better with the way they handle it. And I'm having fun with it. And so I'm doing a bunch of things that are familiar but different and having a good time. And yes, as chat's pointing out, I'm also watching Bo perform every now and then. Sometimes I'm not, but he's just performing near me for an extremely long period of time. <laughs> Went back and watched the vod to see how long Bo tried to get my attention at the game for. It was substantial, but the, the video uh, you know,
0: I saw, with Bo was—Bo <laughs> was really into it when I saw it. Like I saw him, <laughs> just like I don't know. Who's the who's the singer that was blind that played the piano? Not Ray, Ray Charles. Not Ray, Ray Charles, Charles. The other one, um,
2: Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder.
0: Bo's back, so I see the keyboard interface, the UI, and I see all the stuff in his little photo in the corner, and you're railing, and you're just going like this. I'm like <laughs> oh, well. I just
2: thought, I mean, wow. I was enjoying
0: playing. It, it's fun. He's really found um, his place, man. It's
2: awesome. Yeah. So so that's all I, I really want to say on on that. I'll let Bo talk uh, the rest about it, but um, it's still really good, I I'm still captivated in that game in a kind of crazy way and it's not letting me go
0: yeah that's awesome so bo tell us uh we'll come back. i want to come back to your old world start well in let's, let's,
2: we're, we're yeah what about old world
0: well do you want to talk about that first do you want to oh okay that
1: st- yeah well i guess it makes more sense this is the final fantasy yeah. 14 yeah, combo, this, is a, this is the section yeah yeah so Dream i only me. streamed an hour of my barding but so last time we talked i was like i don't think i'm gonna play this game anymore blah 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 the Next time I played, you know, uh, off stream or whatever, I leveled up to 30. I got all my barding, or maybe I'd already done that last week. I don't remember, but anyways, last weekend I spent about 20 hours of game time in Final Fantasy 14 and I didn't earn a single experience point. Um, uh, I was arranging so, so in Final Fantasy 14, as a, when you get the bard job, you can play instruments. Um, on a three-octave range on a keyboard that other players can hear. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot, There's a three-octave limitation, which sucks. A lot of songs can have six octaves or higher, and you can't play chords. You mm-hmm. can only play one note at a time. So it's very limited. But yeah. at the same time, I was walking by, and I could hear people playing fairly complex things, and I'm like, mm, must be more to it than this. So I searched around, and lo and behold, no add-ons in this game, but there is a um, fan-made... Uh, add-on to run MIDI files and for those who don't know MIDI file basically contains song information and striking sounds at different points in time a lot of you know it's the stand- standard for music sure so it'll it'll play MIDI files through macro on your keyboard so you have to set up all your keyboard uh, keybinds to what it says and then you run your MIDI files and then you should stand somewhere and you can play the MIDI files. I play guitar. I don't play keyboard. So I'm not very good. And it'll do what's called an apregio or pregio. I don't know how you say it out loud. I just read it. An, an ARP basically. So even though you can't play chords, it will simulate chords by playing a chord notes, you know, multiple notes at once in quick succession. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of input lag and it's janky. However, it's quite fun. To go to Gridania and hang out in the bar and, you know, play toss a coin to your witcher. By the way, I agreed to a, a, a thing where I wouldn't play third-party songs. I'm totally playing third-party <laughs> songs. If they want to cancel my it. account, fine, go ahead, whatever. <laughs> um, also,
2: I just want to say before you go too far, both thanks a lot because I have had Toss a Coin to Your Witcher stuck in my head oh, for days now <laughs> since you tried to get my attention yeah. in the game. It's been stuck in my head again. So uh I well, you're welcome. a hundred percent from you. Yeah.
1: You're welcome. So that twenty hours was spent sort of figuring out the tech, and then I was building my repertoire. Now, because it's only a three octave range, most songs that are wonderful take place over more than uh three octaves, no. you know, probably five or six or whatever. So a lot of that time was spent in in reason, which is the DAW that I use, um rearranging MIDI files so that they would sound like the song, but within a three octave range. And also if it's a piano arrangement, like there are streamers who stream or not streamers, but YouTubers who do arrangements of like divinity, original sin. So I'm like, and then they, they sell their sheet music, which you can convert into MIDI. And so I signed up for their Patreon. <laughs> I spent money on getting MIDI files, but then the, the they were piano arrangements. So they'd be over five or six octaves. So I'd have to take them into reason and, crunch them into three octave range, but also there's 10 fingers. There's a lot of different notes and it doesn't play chords, So I've got to figure out how, you know, two or three at most, depending on the song to make it sound good in final fantasy. So I end up doing a lot of work, making arrangements specifically to run in final fantasy 14 and sound. Okay. So that's about 10 hours. And then the following 10 hours, all I did like 10 hours of gameplay, I would go from bar to bar location to location, and just play. And if what and people would hear like you're walking in Gordania and you hear, uh, you know, epic sax guy or you hear toss a coin to your witcher or I had the Hades theme music. Yeah. Uh, I, have an, I have it's part of my repertoire. And I have some final fan and they people stop and they look at you and then they like clap and, you know, and I got my first tip. somebody you know, someone tossed Ooh. a coin to the to the Rothgar and I got 500 gil for a performance at one point nice and it's it's just been a fun experience to like you know see people going about their business they're questing they're doing all their stuff and i'm like take a moment listen to a nice song and and so i have i've literally been just going from bar to bar playing and when i'm done a set i'll be like you've been a great audience it's time for me to move on and i'll like teleport to a limsa limosa or whatever and go to the 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 prostitute district and play my music near all the prostitutes that are that are there Uh, there's just an area that has just a bunch of scantily clad women dancing and doing push-ups and exercises i I assume they're processing
0: we assume sex worker sure um
1: yeah no judgment it seems to be what
0: this area is
1: for maybe i'm wrong and um and i'm just playing i'm playing music and you know uh i've realized that there are some it is possible to do duos like do whole bands so this octave thing like if you have a lot of different parts of an arrangement you can multi-box the software allows you You can get eight final fantasy accounts, multi-box on your system and do a whole band. And there are people I've learned that, that actually do this and put on concerts in various parts in game. And, um, you know, congrats to them. I think I'm going to be a lone musician. I don't don't think I really want to be in a band partially because I'm pretty much done with final fantasy 14. That may, that may make some people sad, but, um, I have a thing where if I realize a game is going to dominate so much of my life that I spent, you know, 70% of my long weekend making media arrangements for Final Fantasy XIV, I probably just need to be not playing this game. (laughs) Um, You know, because while it's a great amount of fun, there is a little bit of a a regret hangover that comes with doing nothing but that for 20 or 30 (laughs) hours. And certainly there's a temptation to build up a concert repertoire and, you know, and, and honestly, I have zero interest in questing further. Like, I asked John, I'm like, are there other cities? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, but I'll have to quest and level to get to them. Yeah. The game side of Final Fantasy XIV, if I can just be a little uh, more critical of, of the game, but mm-hmm. not in a bad way. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. There was a time when the skills, like, I am really like getting better at games and, and developing skill. And I also like world exploration of these games. And there was a time where that's what World of Warcraft was I think a lot of us when we're learning to do dungeons better and raid better and, and, and participate in these things. Yeah. Um, Final fantasy 14 is, is just more. Wow. Uh, and I say just more wow. That sounds derisive. You could also say it's more wow, and that's amazing. It's more than wow than wow is right
0: now. I would. I would. But for yeah, not,
1: not. You know what? Not even like one of the things is like you know Blizzard's this big company. They have a mobile game. How dare they? I'm like, what the hell is Square Enix? Like they have some <laughs> of the most worst mobile games in the world. Like they're no better than Activision. They just they. They just. It's nice to be there. No judgment. Play their game. But I, I'm not really interested in getting on the whole you know carousel again. The whole triple a modern mmo reputation grind carousel and and john like john's i value john's opinion and if he says it's better than in world of warcraft i believe him but i just don't want to do any of that um i find i don't have a desire for that so i have this i'm at this point where i'm like i like barding but like i don't really want to play the game anymore
0: you don't want to not because it isn't good. Do you want? I mean, how do you feel about spending twelve bucks a month or whatever it is Canadian to to be a bard? Is that a worthy? Is that worth it?
2: That's <laughs> fine. I mean, it's like, a bard based MMO, and nobody has made one yet. Yeah. And you can uh, you can get out That's, there, people. Yeah.
1: That's fine. <laughs> a lot of this is also in the context that I discovered Sea of Thieves shortly after starting Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. and Sea of Thieves is my game of the year. <laughs> it has been the most fun that I've had in a video game in twenty twenty one. Yeah. You're, you're it, raving it's, about
0: it. has got me so interested in playing. Finally, everything you it,
1: said—it's—it's—it's it's just fun. Like when I, you know, it's fun to play. You know, level up and to do things, and the story's great. But like the sheer amount of like hilariousness I've been having in Sea of Thieves, like laughter and good times. Like when we play Dwarf Game or Vermintide, I'm like, that's—I want to have that kind of fun when I'm playing a video game. Mm. So with those things combined, I think it's not a good long-term choice for me ultimately even though i agree with john this is a very good video game and i can see how the story is getting good like i have no um i would not contradict anything john has said about this game i think it's very good i just think i'm also evaluating how i'm spending my time but the barding is awesome. I really appreciate it. And if I'm next week or the week after I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV, it's because I can't stop barding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still a real possibility. I, I do enjoy it quite a bit. It, it's, it's, it is fun. And you're showing on, the, on our video here, our audio listeners can't see it, but you're right. showing some synchronized dancing and there's a whole concert going on in the back. So this is, this, this is the part about MMOs that I like. Like, just let us play and do cool shit. You know, this game seems lo- to know I,
0: that. This game seems to have a very, really good handle. I will uh, give it all dude, the credit uh, in the world for this.
1: I don't know. Barting is is is, is the barting and dancing is really the only thing because I asked, and maybe John, maybe didn't. I didn't ask, and maybe I just thought I asked, but I, I was like, do all the jobs have something cool like this? And it's like, it's no, it's just the bar, you know, well, like everyone right, in dancing mode. I guess but, what I am trying well, to say
0: is the game. The game isn't the game isn't just funnel. It's not a giant funnel to raid. And that's what most MMOs feel like these days. Certainly WoW feels that way to me. It's just a yeah. funnel. I mean, I mean
2: right. it's a great I, game. It's you and know. I, I think I think to to answer both Bo and Scott, because I, I think you guys are kind of overlapping a little, but I do think it is two different answers. Yes, the the Bard thing is an exclusive bard thing. Yeah. Um and, and it's only there. But I do think what Final Fantasy is good at doing and definitely better than modern WoW, is creating those moments so we talked about this a little bit a long time a a while back um where if you ask anybody what their favorite memory of an mmo is it's probably not going to be like oh that that time we did the same thing that everybody else did like it's probably going to be a created moment it's going to be something where there was this crazy thing that we ran into or there's a crazy thing we did like for me if you ask my favorite wow memory it was um there was a a time a friend and i were fighting ogres in nagrand during burning crusade and we were on a pvp server at the time and there was a little gnome a little alliance gnome that was helping us fight but we were horde and he was alliance and we didn't trust each other and i was like this guy's gonna betray us This guy, the the whole time we're fighting ogres together, I'm like, this guy, he's gunning for us. As soon as one of us looks weak, he's going to feast on our flesh. And we were getting more and more nervous about it. And uh, it was just this tense, uh, tense trial. And then he accidentally hit one of us with a spell. And in hindsight, it was 100% an accident. He was probably trying to click an ogre that we killed. He clicked one of us and fired off a spell. He hit one of us. We dove on him. We murdered the snow. Killed him instantly. And then we were like, man, we killed him. And because he's a cowardly alliance player, he's going to probably bring eight friends here now to kill us. We got to get out of here before it gets hot. Mm -hmm. So we get on our mounts. We go tearing out of there because we just murdered somebody and we know we're in trouble for it. And there's this other alliance player coming down the road at us. And like two genuinely bad criminals that have stumbled into like a Fargo type situation... I panic and I go he knows what we did and we decide to kill this innocent alliance guy on the road (laughs) because for some reason I'm sure he knows we just committed a crime so he had to die too so we murdered him on the road and it was just this moment of like panic and like people making increasingly bad decisions like i said just like a a coen brothers movie like played out in an mmo that's my favorite one of my favorite memories and wow that's not something they developed that's just something that the system's allowed for and i feel like that has gone away over time in world of warcraft and i do think final fantasy is better at creating a world where more of that stuff is possible because of how less restrained a lot of those systems are. And barding is a good example. And the elaborate outfits that you can make and put together and the fact that they don't take themselves so seriously. So you do see people on really stupid mounts and wearing really (laughs) stupid clothes all the time. Like, you know, you go into... You can do some of the most epic battles in Final Fantasy. Like, it will be heart-wrenching story that like there's a story beat in Shadowbringers that i haven't been able to stop thinking about since it happened and it's heavy spoilers so i can't talk about it but i I just like it consumed my mind and i was deep in thought and like man this is so interesting this is so good and then the raid starts and you have somebody with a chocobo hit and it's like and but that's fine and that's okay. You can do that. You can pivot from this heavy hitting story moment to Chocobo Headman man is going to help me fight this fight. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the world that they've cultivated and why it's like so
1: immersion, compelling.
0: man. Yeah. My yeah. Immersion. yeah. No, I, I mean, whether they fell into it by accident or this is all just a really ingenious plan to be this at the stage that it's at when it's happening, given the state of the MMO market in general, I, I don't know, but, They've done, you know, they're, they've, they've found themselves in a really great position and I guess hats off to them for that because they are reaping the benefits. Uh, back to, uh, what was, the, Oh, old world a little bit. I, pl- I did play a ton of that. I talked about it so much last week. I didn't want to burn everybody's ears up with it, but I really like old world. John, did you have much of a time in there or how to go with you?
2: Okay. This is how I'm going to talk about old world. There's one time I had to, uh, run and take the trash out real quick. And I live in a place where it's hot, so you can't do that barefoot here. And uh, so I had to do it quick. And I was at my uh, parents' house at the time, and I just grabbed the flip-flops that were by the door, and I started walking. And there was something different about it, and I couldn't tell exactly what it was. And I got the trash out. I did what I had to do, but I came back and discovered that I had put on my dad's (laughs) flip-flops. And... There was something different about it. (laughs) And it it didn't feel right. Right. (laughs) It felt different. They were more expensive than what my flip-flops were, so they were definitely more comfortable ultimately. Yeah. But they also weren't mine, and so there was an unsettlingness about it, and there was a discomfort that came along with it, and it was also like, oh, my feet are in the same spot. And so it was good but also a little uncomfortable. And that's how I would describe old world. Cause I got into it and I was like, I've played civilization. I know what these games are like. Yeah. And I loaded it up and everything was just a little wrong, yeah. not bad, yeah, but just not quite. It's like, Hmm, that's not how that should work. Like, oh, I don't like where this is. Oh, that's the notification of what's going on in the world. I don't like it there. I don't like mm. it looking like that. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be something where I thought I would just kind of casually play it and develop an opinion real quick for the show cuz I realized that all I had to talk about was Final Fantasy. <laughs> right. Uh but then I it turned out like no, I'm going to need to sit down. I'm going to need to learn this. I'm going to need to come to terms with the fact that this is new shoes. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's like your it, dad's it's like wearing your dad's
1: flip-flops. But, but, yep, now not, when you say that we'll know what you mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. I would say that about card battlers switching from Grifflands to to Tainted Grail is like maybe like putting my dad's flip-flop. It off.
0: is like that. You're right. I think that's a fair way of putting it because you played a lot of Civ. Like, let's that's not, that's not, you know, mm-hmm. beat around the bush here. John's played a ton of Civilization in his day. Mm-hmm. But I think your father's shoes is even a better um, uh, scenario or, or a better description because this game was made by the lead on Civ Four. And yeah. there are things about it that harken back to the way Civ Four worked. Not much, but a little. And so some of that is like wearing your dad's old shoes. It's literally civilization's dad's old shoes, um, in a, in a weird way. But, um, but yeah, because
1: I do the think shoes I, made another pair of shoes. Exactly.
0: I had the same problem though. Like I came to it with like some of that civ expectation. And instead I had to, I had to play it the way the game, you know, is designed. And it turns out I really like the way it's designed, but it did take me, you know, a couple of runs for me to go, okay. I get the order system now. I understand why that's different and and, and needed. Um, it took me forever to remember that it was only Civ Six where they started killing off your workers after they got a job done. I Freaking hate that. I hate expendable workers. It drives me crazy in Civ. So, yeah. And this game doesn't do that. Your workers are workers, and they, you know, hang around. They just represent workers. They're not a worker. So, you know, Civ kind of wants both things. They want expendable units, but units that last three thousand years. And I, I don't know why they can't. like five five had workers that stayed around so anyway that's a small part of the game but once you get the hang of that stuff and you realize what it means when you hover over a a a, a hexagon and have it say well this is really fertile land for a farm problem is it's right next to this city state and these guys are dicks and put a farm there it's just kind of leaves an open hole if i put if i do walls great but i haven't researched those yet like there's a lot of lot of nuance happening there but then there's this whole thing on the ground with your family and who's raising who and which version of the family's running which city that you founded and and you know why your wife wants to kill you secretly you didn't know about it and also you caught a disease and you may die anyway like there's so many like these weird personal things in it that it's made it feel like a whole different game, which it should. I don't want to just play Civ again. I have Civ. We can play Civ a million times, and whenever Civ 7 comes out, there'll be a new Civ. Um, this at least is saying, hey, here's some of those trappings and tropes of a 4X, but we're going to do it. We're going to tell a different tale here, and I really like what it's doing. So you just need more time with it, I think, because I think it's the kind of thing you'd love once it once it clicks. Yeah. It just oh, seems and like your
2: it, it's... The whole time, I guess, and I didn't play it for very long to be clear, yeah. but I was definitely sitting there going, Man, there's some really cool stuff in this. But then in the back of my head, I was also like, I hope Civ steals all this stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you like to see the underdog get wiped out by the big giant mega corporation. I, I get it.
2: I know. I get and then it. I realized how, like, that that's not really a good way to look at it because it's like saying, I don't know, I hope McDonald's starts selling yeah canes i mean they do that. i don't i don't know but like it's just not yeah. it's not great yeah they've done
1: that to wow add-ons that's a that's a normal thing you got a good idea you bet your ass a company's gonna yeah
2: implement. they may include
1: some
0: of that stuff but but I but i i know what you're saying you're not saying you want indies to struggle and then get wiped out by their bigger you don't want walmart to kick the mom and pop out just because they're walmart I get it.
2: Right. But also you got to go to Walmart
0: sometimes and you're like, I kind of wish that convenient thing that small place does was happening here at Walmart. That'd be cool.
2: It's like- me being lazy because basically <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't want to learn a new game. So I want the game that I know to put in the cool, innovative things that this game does. Yeah. Because I'm too lazy to learn the new game. That's and that's point. not good. That's not that's not right. But that is I mean, that is basically... No, I get saying. it. You know
0: what? Part of this is 4Xs. These games are huge and complex, and once you kind of get a rhythm that you call your own and it and it wins games for you, you don't have to learn it all over again. I get it. Totally get it. Like, totally get it. This is why I want to go play like a space game. It took
2: me game. a long time to learn Civ. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And you spent hundreds of hours in there. So, yeah. I get it. But old world's rad. And Humankind may be rad, too. I don't know. That comes out when? August, I guess? I'm curious about that one because that's those are the uh, endless space guys and I like them a lot. So we'll see how they do. All right, um, Bo, are we
2: dear so, Martha. Oh, oh no, we didn't do dear Martha. Why did why, why
0: did we me. skip over that? Why did we do that?
1: We're well,
2: not- uh, did Bo? Well, let's give Bo his time and we'll throw it in before email. All
1: right. See, yeah, I don't think no. I don't think it'll take too long because I played two games this past week. Yeah, and most of it was Barding and Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, uh, the other game I played was Sea of Thieves. And this is a game I want to be playing now all the time. And the thing is, I refuse to play it solo because it is a good fun friend experience. And the discovery aspect is what's best. I'm even hesitant to talk about it here. I don't know. Scott, you seem interested. I don't know, John, if you're going to give it a whirl or not, but
2: i played like a bit, i, I said i liked my time but i my time was solo and i i think you're 100 percent right i think that game has to be played with other people yeah.
1: for it to be and, good and and not a sport like not to like look at how to min max or do things right because well i'll just talk about it like they there so on the map there was these red skulls and we thought oh that's got to be something bad stay away from it but we got kind of curious because one was nearby and I was like, you know, looking off in the distance with your telescope and like it looks kind of like just a sunken ship. What is that? And so um, we went on it. But as we went there, a giant shark tried to eat our boat. Um <laughs> Which, it's funny, I discovered Crofton's uh, actually has a fear of sharks. Oh, so all of really? a sudden,
0: this game is really terrifying. Ooh, <laughs> drive by all the sharks then. I want to watch that.
1: And, and, and the, the shark's the size of the boat. like It's, it's, it's enormous. But um, anyways, we discovered that, oh, this is a sunken ship, and there's a treasure chest on it. And then we took the treasure chest, and we didn't know where to deliver it to. Yeah. We had no idea. We were trying to figure that out. And as we were trying to figure that out, a giant undead ship emerged from the water like davy jones style and started attacking us and chasing us and like it was all skill and i I didn't know that about this game it just went and like just emerged from the water and and it it was such a shock i I wasn't expecting that at all and i don't even know if it was related honestly that might have been just a random encounter i don't know if it was because we took that chest or not right right and um anyways this stuff like that it's it's just it's so delightful to to be exploring and not know what to expect and i'm so i play so many games when i play final fantasy 14 i know what to expect right this is the raid boss this is where i get my gear what's the thing this This i am like i'm never quite sure what to expect and i really appreciate that about this game Mm. uh and the other thing is, and so that's one story. Uh, by the way, on that ship, don't board their ship. I thought I could board their ship, kill the skeletons, and take it for myself. Yeah. The skeletons res after a time, so I killed mm-hmm. them all, and then they res and
2: killed me. Skeletons, yeah, yeah.
1: the undead—they're they're tough. Yeah. Um, but another aspect, another thing that happened, what we did in an activity, and we streamed this one this week, was we were doing one quest, but we found a treasure map, and then we went to the island where the treasure map was pointing. And it was like, a, it was like a, a riddle and we had to find like, you know, do something with the endless lizard. And we spent like 20 minutes trying to find this endless lizard and we were about to give up. And then I found the endless lizard and then elder scroll style. The, the, the letter just goes glowing like, and I'm like, whoa, we're discovering shit. Mm. And then there's more, it reveals more clues. And we had to go through a series of clues to find actually pretty sweet, you know, load of treasure to take back. Um, so, this has all just been new. I, I, don't, I don't know that these systems exist in the game as I play them. I still don't know what else is in there. And it's delightful. And it's even though there's violence in the game, I, I really appreciate when a game can be very creative about the fun that you can have with it and be not emphasized on fighting and killing being the thing, which, which they've done majestically here. So it's, it's kind of like a little bit of No Man's Sky uh, mixed in with a four-player co-op. Style game basically yeah. that's, that's that's you know it, there, there's crafting if if you there's just little things like if you eat raw fish you'll you'll face will turn green and your vision blurry and you'll throw up you got to cook the fish mm-hmm. you know there's stuff like that where it's like you have to do logical things in the game world uh, but if you don't know them you can stumble and have these hilarious memories like John was talking about his memory of the emergent gameplay and, and wow there's a lot of that in here with your friends so ah oh, this is this has been my favorite gaming experience this year and that's, I'm really
0: that's it. awesome. And best in class water. Never forget. That oh, water. It's so
2: Man. good. I want it in everything.
1: Yeah,
0: it's really good. That thing rises yeah. up and the sun hits it. Oh, it's so cool.
1: And it even changes. Like when the waves are high and you're in it, you go up and down with the wave. Just like in real ocean. You're yeah. like, you know, it's scary
0: at times. Makes me want to bust out a uh, jet ski or something. They don't have those in pirate times. Um, all right. Very nice. Uh, John, we're going to go back to our our, uh, our Dear Martha review because we didn't. I didn't mean to skip it. We're going to do it now. So everybody sit back and enjoy another review from the the pages of Steam as told through a dear Martha letter. Enjoy.
2: My dearest Martha, today I write to you with a review of the game Reminiscence. Martha, this game is amazing for a free game. I don't usually leave game reviews but this game blew me away created by a single person. If you had a full size team and funding I could see this becoming triple A horror title. Game gave me chills the entire time playing sitting on the edge of my seat waiting to see what happened next. Very short lived but amazing nonetheless. 8 out of 10. Game gives me PT vibes all day. Fantastic gameplay. Great story. And the game actually scared me a bit. And that's really saying something. Check it out and dev keep up the good work. I'd love to see more of this game. Has amazing potential to become... On of the best horror titles if the story and gameplay was expanded. Props (laughs) to the dev. One of the best games I've played in a long time, and all I can say is I want more. Keep it up, dev. This game is just too good. (laughs) Yours (laughs) in this life and the next. Ace Blaze Official.
0: Oh, man. Should have been (laughs) Crackhead Jr. Because
1: definitely blazed when he wrote that
2: yeah did he write that
0: in um all caps or is that just my
1: oh yeah takeaway? let me just okay.
2: put this in uh let me just put the review here in our discord you can see it yourself. all right it,
0: i wanted to find this yeah. you expressed that pretty well and and oh yeah look at that all caps baby
1: <laughs> i like that game scared me a bit and that's really saying
0: something like not yeah. quite a bit like it's <laughs>
1: yeah just it an average me. amount but that's it's still saying scared me a bit i guess
0: oh yeah there it is a Jack. Bit. you guys can see this well,
1: it's actually one word. It scared a bit. A bit. Yeah, I tried doing. I tried to
2: make it sound like it was one word. If I, uh, we'll see if that came through. I It, oh, okay. a,
1: a, a, it real well on my ear. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, loud. This guy was, has uh, broken. Either What is PT people? vibes?
0: PT. Oh PT. Don't you remember PT on the PlayStation? The um, it was it was the demo that was all secrety and they weren't telling us what it was for. But if you beat it at the end, it would say Silent Hills, and it was supposed to be K- uh, Kojima was making a Silent Hill uh-huh. game and. It even had, uh, what's his name, that ended up in Backpack Simulator. Um, uh, whatever it's called. What's it Norman called? Reedus? Norman Reedus. He was in the very end of it. Uh, Backpack um,
3: <laughs> But then that all I, got canceled,
0: uh... and the demo eventually went away. I think if you never updated a PS4 past a certain point, you still have it. But it was the scariest damn demo ever m- made. I mean, this is like oh. before Resident Evil 7, so... I feel like maybe since this, things have gotten scarier, but up to that point, nobody would quite done anything quite like that. It was a hell of a thing. I thought
1: he was talking about like PTSD or like PT vibes was a,
0: you know. Oh, I see. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, no. He means the actual PT. Yeah.
1: But you're right. It was probably a game he was referencing. Yeah.
0: PT is a hell of a thing, man. You should watch a playthrough on, uh. PT, go home. Yeah, PT. I yeah.
2: accidentally deleted it off my PS4. So it still shows up as something I can download, but if I try to download it, it won't let me. Yeah.
0: It's really dumb that they don't just let you download yeah. it. Like who cares? Why why? Uh, that's dumb. All right. Well, well done everybody. It's uh time for emails.
1: That's a good question.
0: Quick email from a listener. This is from Beano.
1: Yeah. Tom. Oh, Bino.
2: Oh Pino Pino, 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 Yep. Keeping us safe no matter what we do. That's look at right.
0: the big brain on Bino. Everyone loves Bino and his big brain. He says, "Hey guys, uh having never played the series before, I recently picked up Mass Effect Legendary Edition and finished the first game. Aside from the understandably clunky combat and UI, I really and inlo- I really loved and looked loved it and looked forward to diving into 2 and 3. I also have a uh, or in-progress playthroughs of both Sekiro and Dark Souls 1 going." which are my first experience with Souls-likes. Well, those are both good games. Uh, especially Sekiro is really neat. Um, I wish I liked Souls-likes and I'd play it more. Anyway, that got me to thinking, is there a game or series that you always meant to check out that you just haven't been able to for one reason or the other? The first examples that come to mind with me uh, for me would probably be Dishonored or Bioshock. Thanks for all you do. Really appreciate you guys. Beano. Well, Beano, I appreciate you in those special cases where I need a little Beano. Um, all right. What are you, Beano? It's, uh, <laughs> Beano, I don't know if they have it in Canada, but up here you can buy Beano and it's literally a thing that makes you not fart. So, that's cool.
1: Oh, <laughs> Really? Yeah. It, yeah it it's, the, it's a solution to beans? Yeah. yeah. They literally Bino, called Beano. Like, it's like Drano, except yeah. the opposite. It's, it's like, like
2: Beano. <laughs> no Beans. No Beans. you not going to do to me Beano, what you Beano. intend to do.
0: Beano. Beano. No, I never heard of Beano. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll get up there one day. It's like Tim Hortons for you guys. I mean, I've like, had Bino Noir, but... Yeah. Bino Noir. <laughs> Bino Noir. <It's> <laughs>
2: I want that as a gamer tag, honestly. Uh,
0: Bino Noir, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. Um, all right, to answer this question... Um the answer would have been dishonored except I finally cracked that open but I haven't finished it yet. I do really like that game. So I need to finish it's it. It's on, on
2: my else. shame list. I don't know why I can't get into dishonored. I've tried I've tried 3 times and I have a hard time with that series even though it being completely up my alley. Everything
0: it about be. it is up your alley. Like everything. Mm-hmm. The tone, the setting, the the perspective, the the stealthy the uh, thiefy shit in there. Like I can't. One
2: thing that isn't is there is. uh, I don't know if it's in the sequel, but I know there's a morality system in the first one. Yeah. And let me just say, when I'm playing like an assassin, there's no morality. I know I'm a light side shepherd all the way, and you know I'm gonna be paragon till the day I'm dead. (laughs) You make me an assassin, folks gonna die. Like it is not. I'm like, hey, if this guy lives, that's just another set of eyes to see me later dead across the board <laughs> that my targets at the top of the house well there's going to be a bunch of dead people between the bottom and the top that's just how it's going to be that's how i play those games uh the only exception being weirdly i got the pacifist achievement for the deus ex game but oh. beyond that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i usually just take people out permanently and that's how i play these things Getting and pacifist
1: no, is fun on deus ex though it is it fun. was fun yeah
2: yeah
0: well, it's fun because you can, you still get to do so all the cool shit. It's just, you're not killing anyone doing it, yeah. but you still get to do it. Like you still do except just non-lethal takedowns at oh, the boss. Well,
1: fight. you don't get to see the cool animations. Like there's some pretty rough violence. If you use like the, there's these metal bars, they're not even like blades. It's just these metal bars that you can just shoot through people and just like murder them. Yeah.
0: No, no oh, doubt. Yeah. You don't,
1: you don't get to see that animation when you, or, What's or there's the upgrade where you can just barf explosives from your chest Like you never get to do that stuff
0: what's his name Jan- uh, Jeffrey Jansen what's his name the character the- <laughs> Adam Jensen Adam Jeffrey Jensen. <laughs>
1: Jensen.
0: I know he's, oh, got, guys,
1: a, I'm Jeffrey Jensen. he's got the guys most boring
0: men. name Adam Jensen's like the most like no, no offense to any Adam Jensen's but it doesn't sound like a super spy stealth future guy it just sounds like a dude oh yeah I In can the see future. the
1: Adam thing because there's a lot of religious allegory uh, with the story no, that's true yeah. the, the Adam thing is okay but jensen is you
0: know <laughs> jensen jensen get in here i need those numbers for the fourth quarter <laughs> you
2: might as well just call him jenkins right adam jenkins, yeah, adam <laughs> like, jenkins. It's, <laughs> it's like the opposite i always i always laugh when you play like something like wow or it happens in D D too, where someone will be a werewolf or something like that and they have yeah. like the perfect name for a werewolf and it's like wait a minute your parents think you were going to be a werewolf when you grow up because your name's like Gregory Lionfang or yeah. something like yeah. that, and it's like my powers come from the lions. And you're like, well, did they know how this happen yeah. yeah. Um, this is the reverse of that. It's like the Adam is very good, but then it's like, well, of course his name's Jensen. He didn't know he was gonna need to have a cooler last name. Yeah. And kid. in the
0: case of like, you know, I was thinking of. I was we watched some Thundercats this morning on the Adventure Club, and uh at least in those cases, it's like, oh, Liono is the name of the guy who was a lion. Tigra is the dude do- do- that do- do- looks like a damn tiger, and Panthro is a panther. Like we get it. Like it's just. Oh,
1: and it, so it'd be Monkeyo for monkey, <laughs> and it'd be ham- <laughs> ham- Hamsteria for the hamster.
2: Hamsteria is <laughs> also a good gamer tag. I <laughs> feel hamsteria. like you have created two great gamer tags <laughs> on this show. And yeah. Hamsteria. You didn't even try to,
0: and you did it. You accomplished the goal we've all been trying to do with two great gamer R- tags Raccoonery.
1: Raccoonery. <laughs> No, that's where all the raccoons
0: are made. Is the raccoony,
1: raccoonery? Raccoony, Raccoonie. Yeah, Raccoonie. <laughs> raccoony. And what other animals have we got? Alligator, I
2: don't know. alligator, gator, alligator,
0: gator, Tor. I mean, there's a lizard there's character alligator- in that thing. Alligatoro, alligator, alligatoro.
1: Allig- alligator-o? <laughs> Hello, guys, I'm Alligatoro. I, I, <laughs> I wish to join it. the Thundercats. Well, oh, you can't it. join. You're an alligator, Alligatoro.
0: Yeah. I hate it. Uh, well, anyway,
3: uh, but there you go. Carson folks. Oh, did we answer? We his did. question?
2: None of us answered the question yeah. except Scott I think by I giving dishonor. an example that yeah. wasn't an. Yeah, yeah, I've already I've been playing
0: Dishonored, but you're right. So I don't have a good answer. John, what, for you, what is it? What's your big? I can't believe I've never played it game.
2: I can't believe I haven't, like, just I'm remembering things based on his email, which is great because uh, I'm just saying things he already said. But I really want to finish the first Dark Souls because I love that game, mm-hmm. but I've never actually beaten it. I got to the notoriously extremely hard uh, double bosses and I let it beat me and gave up. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's a like a game or a series that I just feel like I've really slept on and didn't do. Oh, here's an interesting one that's topical. I have never beaten a Final Fantasy.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Despite a love for JRPGs and thinking that I, I've played every single one of them. I have never beaten a Final Fantasy. Well,
0: technically up to till today, you have beaten one of them, right? Because 14 uh, is I mean.
2: in space. I am at the end of current content with 14 but uh they have said that Endwalker is going to end the current story arc for Final Fantasy so I kind of feel like once I beat oh, Endwalker yeah. that will count yeah, then point. I will get to say it uh yeah. For that one. And yeah. I have beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I think we talked about it on the show. That doesn't count because that's the first part yeah. in a multi-part thing. Yeah. So I don't think that counts.
0: Yeah, if you're not letting me count Resident Evil 2 when it ran credits, no. then there's no way you get to count that.
2: No, you're at 50 on that. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: no, well, I mean, I'd Maybe 65. less than 50. Well, maybe 49% because the second playthrough has an additional boss so technically more content. Ugh.
0: I can't even think about going back to that game. I can't do it. That's a great game. I don't want, not like that game. All right, fair enough. Bo, uh, any? Oh, I just thought of one. Sorry, I only. I'll just say the name and I won't even yeah, care about on. explaining it. But Valorant, that's the game. Valorant. It's a multiplayer game. It's that riot shooter. It. I like Counter Strike. I like Overwatch. It sounds like a combination of those things. It should be a game I would totally enjoy. My son plays it. Uh, my son-in-law plays it. A bunch of people I know play it and love it. Uh, I don't know why I haven't tried it. I just mm-hmm. haven't played it. And I would like to. So, there. That's mine. Bo, yours. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's one, but I, I was, I've been trying to think of it, but I just can't think
1: of it. I, I, probably Nintendo stuff. Mm. It's been a while since I've had a console, Nintendo console. So, I've missed a lot of Zeldas. I think Ocarina of Time was my last Zelda. Oh,
0: my gosh. So, you never played Wind Waker, then? No. Oh, I man, shit. I did play
1: the Link's Awakening at some point
0: on a handheld. Well, videos, that means... But, that's a good game. But that means that you have not played the greatest Zelda title of all time, which is Wind Waker. It's so good. Is that the one they're remaking or a Skyward Sword? By far, Skyward Sword. Although, man, the reviews are pretty tight on that Skyward Skyward Sword uh, remake because I guess Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of underpinning stuff that drove people crazy about the Wii game and it's all ripped out and then they're loving it. Oh, nice.
1: Maybe, yeah, Uh, maybe I will get a Switch. I don't know. It's i de- <laughs>
0: stupid steam deck, dick, steam, steam, dick, dick. steam, dick. But I know, uh,
1: yeah, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's, I guess the Zeldas I tend to miss out on. Um, yeah, probably the biggest one for me.
0: Gosh, dang it. Wind Waker's So good. I want all my friends to have had that experience. It's so good. It's
2: good. It's really, really good. Easily the Switch.
0: best one for me. I'd love it. They, so have, much. they have is it in the retro store? No, Switch? they have it on the. So the Wii U got a remaster of it, 1080p mm-hmm. remaster, and it looks amazing. There's no reason they shouldn't just port that right over. I mean, they did it with Mario Kart 8. They may as well do it with that, oh, yeah. and it pisses. They me
2: should because it's the. You're not wrong. It's the best Zelda. I love it. But you already know I have a. I have a soft spot for games where you're on boats going from island to island yeah. and. Like that game was just—it was made for me. People, yep. you know, hated on the art style at the time, but I think it's so full of characters. It's so held to this up. day. Yep. Link's face when he's in that barrel and yep. about to get launched yeah. makes me laugh every time I see it. The the three looks as it cuts in on his face, like the yep. art style and the world was. And just I would so
0: argue, good. maybe barring Breath of the Wild, but let's give that a few more years. But um, I think it's the only Zelda that visually actually holds up. Like outside of like the, you know, 2D sprite based stuff, which is kind of, you know, eternal. But 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 as far as like the 3D Zeldas go, everybody was so worked up at the time about that art style. It's the only one that still looks good. It looks amazing. They were wrong. People people were just effing wrong back then. They were wrong. And now they would be wrong not to play it again. And I would pay another 50 bucks for that game. I've done it three times. I'll do it. Well, two times. I'll do it one more time. I bought it on GameCube, beat it, played it on Wii U, beat it. I'll do it again on the Switch. Just let me have it, Nintendo, you a-holes. All right. You can get, oh, there's some pretty good emulated, like, run it on your PC uh, version of that game floating around. But, to, you know, it's, it's not 100% <laughs> legal. too. Yeah. Don't let Nintendo know, though.
2: They're yeah, I don't litigious. tell them. But
0: It's in 4K and everything. It's beautiful. Um. All right. Uh, well, there's your email and, uh, we've answered your question there, Bino. So go back to your, uh, to your friends and see how that worked out. I don't know if I'm saying that, uh, send your emails like Bino did to talk to the core at gmail.com because by gum, we'd sure like to read them and read them right here on the show. That's talk to the core at gmail.com. It's going to do it for us. Trying to think what else is going on around here. Um, big changes coming to the instance. If you're a fan of that show, some of that will be evidenced tomorrow. We have a guest host while Garrett's out of town, and the following Ooh. week another guest host while Garrett's out of town, by the name of Jonathan Jagger.
3: Uh oh! Yeah. you think
1: dragons are yeah, going to go hard on that uh, leaky
2: thing? <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Um,
0: yeah, that I leak worry. thing if you is. Talk about
1: it today, but clearly you're
0: saving it for the old instance. Yeah, probably.
2: I mean, I, don't I know almost how much... put it on there, but I figured that would be a good place for you to talk about.
0: Yeah. Plus, it's there's still questions about its source, but there's this discussion around it is valid. Plus, you know, the instance is changing. We're talking about other games. We're going to go hard on some, I really want to get down to the the bone on why, why the final fantasy thing is happening and why it's happening now and mm-hmm. in such oh, an intense so way and there's say. a lot to say and i know john's got a ton to say that's why yeah. that's why i'm having him on so that'll be next friday <laughs> tomorrow um i have a guest on who uh he and i will talk about the upcoming new world not to be confused with the 4x it's old that world
2: civ x uh, civ 4x like game right Yep,
0: that's the one i finally
2: uh-uh. got it right
0: <laughs> nope you're still wrong it's the mmo from amazon game studios that's coming soon and is currently in the top 10 bestsellers on steam Uh, whether people are going to be truly happy or not we'll find out but we're going to dig deep as to what that game promises and uh get ready for seeing what it actually delivers and there's this wow leak which we'll definitely probably discuss as well uh anything else going on john Do you want to say anything or give us any advice or you know i don't know spread rumors whatever you can do it now here's your chance
2: Uh, I heard the instance was uh, Core 2. Oh,
0: that's what I heard. Someone said, (laughs) hey, Core 2, Boop, you know, like everybody wants to say that the the, they used to say this about Core. They said, oh, no, you already have Boop. Why are you doing another one? No, it's not. It's not even close. Boop is all about indies
2: total focus that on was these. my favorite thing about being in that chat was yeah. seeing people do core 2 because when we announced that we weren't doing just hots and we were going to do general video games i saw all the boop 2 boop 2 boop yeah. 2 yeah. and now we've come full circle and now it gets to be core 2 and i just felt real validated yeah. and happy yeah
0: and until they actually hear it and realize oh it's not that it's this other thing but no one everyone has the patience of a flea so that's pretty great i thought i thought this was instant zero instant zero game. i like that even better Instant Zero Sugar. That's what I'm going to call it. Anyway, uh, Bo... Yeah, and- literally, I don't, I'm
1: trying not to have sugar here. So. Anything
0: anything you'd like to add to the uh, finality? Uh,
1: no, but just uh, to add my two cents, since I'm not going to be a part of this wild leap conversation, yeah. that, uh, you know, it's out of the, you're out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, favorable... I think it just looks better than it is, and we'll be bitching about uh, Square Enix in in, a, in in short order.
0: It, it always happens. It comes full circle. Yeah. We know this to be true. Uh, so there
1: you go. That's my contribution. All right, I like it. Make it, a of, ignore it, or make a of it what you want. No,
0: I like it. It was like a slap on the butt out the way of the door. It's perfect. Uh, we're, we're done. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with a whole other show. In the meantime, thanks for your big support over there at uh, patreon.com slash core show. It means a great deal to us that you support us. And if you haven't, consider it. All the details are there. You can also find it and everything else at frogpants.com slash core and those emails ain't going to send themselves talk to the core at gmail.com that's talk to the core at gmail.com that's going to do it for us for me for both for john i'll see you next time this show is part of the frog pants network yes get more at frogpants.com (laughs)
3: BOOM! <laughs>